Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Charlie. And Audrey. And we are covering part two of She-Hulk this week. Uh, This was a lot of reading. I believe all of us have decent size recaps for this one, so hopefully this one doesn't stretch out to longer than two hours. Uh, I'm hoping, at least. And you might hear some different sound quality, because we actually have our podcast set up finally here. We're the first time recording in person, so that's very exciting. If it sounds like crap, please let us know. I want to know, please. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, let's uh, let's do some initial impressions of uh, what we are going to be talking about today. Uh, since Audrey's going to be leading us off, what was your initial impression of what you had today? Oh man, it's for like to sum it all up, it's crazy, and then it's crazy. And you were reading Sensational She-Hulk forty-one through fifty. Um, it was thirty. Oh, I'm Hold sorry. On. No, 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 I got it. I got it. Um, She-Hulk thirty-one through forty-six, and then forty-eight through fifty, and then Avengers, uh, nineteen ninety-eight run issues sixty-four through seventy-six, and then Avengers Disassembled five hundred to five hundred and three, and then Avengers finale released in 2004 yeah you had the most patchwork of reading of them all so thank you for doing that you know that hops everywhere yeah yeah yeah, you you go through like a lot of different different series and stuff but yeah it's it's... two distinct vibes that is (laughs) for certain all right all right all right and uh charlie you're doing our second recap so what what were your initial impressions of uh what you were doing i had a great time reading this um i read the she-hulk from uh number one through 12 uh starting in 2004 uh, with the head writer of dan slot and it was a tremendous read i would say my favorite comic book series you know read that i've gone through so far um it kind of touched on the bigger issues with jen walters and making peace with being she-hulk and kind of talking about the the superhero ethics and in mm-hmm. law mm-hmm. uh getting into that kind of law field yeah. so i thought that was really interesting must Na- be nice <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, I- i'm covering volume two of the the slot uh slot run uh so that was great i actually love this this was fantastic i don't know how else to say it it goes through a lot of ethics as well and honestly i i would recommend this to just about anyone probably issues one and two from what i hear the comic book herald, the one that we use our recaps from, they put this in their top 100 of the 2000s. Oh wow! So that's pretty high. It, I loved it. So I had a ton, a ton of fun. Off the bat, five out of five. W- would recommend again. Yeah, Great. I think. Yeah, no spoiler there. I would have given a maybe a 4.5, and that's yeah. only because I was don't want to give a five all the time and be a, be a a perfect rating. Uh, you know, our highest rating thus far has been a three. I think. Yeah. So, I, think so. so I, don't, I don't think we're gonna have that as an issue. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would say mine's definitely around a three. Okay. Then a two. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't, I don't know. Oh, we'll talk about it yeah, in we'll depth. Talk about it. So, do you so, want me to go right off, uh, jump off from there? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, we're starting with Sensational She-Hulk, number 31 through 46, and 48 through 50. The head writer, and I think the main penciler is... Uh, john byrne he's very very meta and i think that was the tone of uh sensational she hulk before he started writing as well 
but it's just it's so obnoxious because he'll do little like writer's notes in you know the square boxes Mm -hmm. and um there are some times where it's just like too much and it's obnoxious okay sometimes it's funny not not all the time distracting yeah distracting and kind of like I don't know. It feels like the comic is half about him and his relationship with She-Hulk, especially in the way that he draws her, which she looks great, um, but it's like very sexualized. Yeah. yeah. The, it was very sexy the entire way through. And I've kind of turned a, I've turned a corner on that, and now I stand sexy She-Hulk. I, so. Here's the thing. I, that's why I picked her. I love sexy She-Hulk. Yeah, no. It, it feels... It 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 just sometimes is too much. Yeah, it yeah. it definitely can be. And I felt like in the earlier issues, it was sexy for the sake of being sexy. Whereas in this one, it was more of a uh, uh, girl power taking control of your own body kind of thing. It was a lot less mm-hmm. of just being naked for the sake of being naked. See, yeah. and and they uh, and Jack Byrne does a lot of like. We're doing a sexy cover. Ooh, the censors won't like this. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, okay, yep. we're, we're getting around the censors. Meh. Yeah, the comic it's book, like, uh... the comic book community committee. I forget what it was called. Yeah, the N- MPAA or something like that. Basically, uh, to sum up the whole run, without going too far, you know, into the weeds, She Hulk and her friend Wheezy, aka Louise Grant, codenamed Blonde Phantom. They go around, have antics, they defeat villains who are loosely interconnected to each other, and um, they do a lot of weird body rejuvenation and then body swapping, and it's all, like, a lot of the villains fall in love with She-Hulk or, like, want her to be their bride. Oh, yeah, half of which try to bone She-Hulk. That's in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the other main point that seemed like like an actual takeaway was that um, she got her boyfriend Wyatt Wingfoot back. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the sensational that you are reading, I believe was a continuation of the ones that you read last time, which was also the Headman story, Mm -hmm. which is very strange. So that also kind of body swapping Mm -hmm. kind of thing as well. Yeah. Did you feel it was very uh, haphazard and jumped around a ton where they would pick an arc and then they would halfway through be, you know, Almost you could hear the writer or, you know, be inside their head saying, we need to move on. We need to go to this one. We need to go to that one. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like the whole time. Like he would set up subplots with, you know, which is fine, but it Mm -hmm. would be, it would just be like a cutaway. And then it'd be like, we have to capture the She-Hulk for power. And then it would cut right back. And then She-Hulk would do some kind of meta snarky comment about it. Okay. And that was a lot. There was a lot of the, all of the plots. So what Um, I'm kind of hearing from Sensational is if someone else was trying to reread through this, Sensational might be skippable. I mean, there are a lot of fun little things in there, but it doesn't seem like any of it is really consequential. So skimmable. Yeah, skimmable for sure. There are some really great like poster Mm. pages in there. Like like spreads. (laughs) Yeah, spreads. And I did learn through one of the meta jokes what um, Duo Shade is. Um, oh okay yeah jack burn uh in one comic is like oh don't worry she hulk we're we're gonna get you the expensive stuff we're gonna do uh, a duo shade you know <laughs> issue and it's basically um a way that you can add uh gray tones to comics that cannot print gray tones oh, okay um interesting and it, yeah it, it is pretty cool uh there's a similar product that is still used in manga and other comics it's kind of like a sticker with okay. a, a print on it so when you see those like little um perfect circles or perfect um lines that are perpendicular 
um, that's probably a duo shade or a screen print. Okay. Um, yeah. That's so interesting. So kind of yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. I like to hear about that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird that it came in in the middle of a frame, but uh huh. Uh huh. It was kind of funny. Uh, she was like, "Ooh, we got the we got the duo shade back," and she was like, "Ooh, it feels like corduroy." And I was like, "Please stop!" I don't. I don't think it's in my notes, but actually, uh, the the fourth wall breaking is actually addressed in one of my comics. All like about her breaking the fourth wall. So and uh, why she does it, or just like kind of. Okay. Well, not not directly. So. The long story short, uh, comics are real in the Marvel universe. Yes, and there's comics of all of the things. So, like whatever comic is in our world is also in the six one six. That actually is something they brought up in the last uh, issue. They, um, she was with the editor Renee, and they, she was looking through all these different pages, and she was like, "Oh, you know, when I sold uh, told Marvel they could use my name and whatever for the funnies, I." You know, I thought it was just going to be an exaggerated version of what I really do. And she's going through all these artists who have submitted pages to be the new um, inker and like head writer and stuff. Yeah. And it was it was kind of fun just to see all the different art styles um, back to back. But it was also like just throwing shade everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. It was just. But uh, <laughs> they, they specifically like ask uh, one of the people, uh, Stu, uh, doesn't really matter, but they ask if she actually did know like that she was breaking the fourth wall or if she was just kind of talking to the air and she's like you will never know and then like looks at the, <laughs> the screen like kind of thing so it's kind of funny it, it, it doesn't go into it in like detail but it, it is actually brought up in later comics how she mm-hmm. breaks the fourth wall in sensational and how it's very much different than what you see before and after okay interesting yeah interesting yeah. um and then once we're done with, you know, the kind of fun, goofy stuff, we go to Avengers um, 1998 run, 64 through 76. Um, I think this is a pretty famous um, arc. It's called, like, the Red Zone. Okay, yep. Arc. Red Zone is a thing, yep. Yeah. Um, basically, a chemical attack on Mount Rushmore is investigated by the Avengers. During the crisis, Jack of Hearts, whose power is absorbing radiation, touches She-Hulk and accidentally saps her gamma radiation, leaving her like distraught and I think she hulks out a bit, but she she like she like rages, rages. Like an okay. actual Hulk rage. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um and then <laughs> it's part reaction to the the chemical and part reaction to Jack uh touching her. Um so she detransforms, she's back as Jen Walters and she uh disappears. Um Jack is really bummed out and feels guilty about what happened. So he kind of puts himself in timeout. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, he has a deradiation chamber that he has to be in 14 hours a day to sap the radiation out of his body. Otherwise, he'll go off like a nuclear bomb. Um, he's part human, part alien. And okay. I, I was like, this is too much homework to read. <laughs> so was, just don't. Right. Yeah. No, it was like, I have to learn so much to just be involved in this arc and it was like oh yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing with avengers especially with yes. she hulk there, there's so many background characters that if you aren't up to date on you know 50 years of avengers it's kind of hard to keep up with everything yeah right so. it, it was pretty helpful in the beginning of the issues they do a little character spotlight and they kind of give you a brief background and like list of powers and stuff oh so, that's great so it, that's nice. they thought about it because yeah. you know they want to sell comics yeah um, no that's fair 
And it's really hard to bring new people in when you need that much information. So, Scarlet Witch, Captain America, Iron Man, and Hawkeye go out and search for Jen, and they find her in a small rural town. Uh, Jen is afraid of turning back into She-Hulk and also afraid of being herself. So, and like never being able to turn back into She-Hulk again. So she's like having a mental breakdown, pretty much like an emotional crisis. The Avengers find her in a diner, which results in her uh, changing back into she into the freaked out She-Hulk form, which she doesn't have much agency over. Um, her intelligence is not what it should be. Okay. And um, it's very reactive. Very, very hulky. Are they by chance in Bone, Idaho? Me? Yeah, they are. They're in Bone. Okay. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That comes up in my comics. Okay, I cool. don't really, I don't really talk about it much. Because I thought it came up in yours, so yeah, <laughs> I I was like, surely this isn't important. I'll just breeze by that. No, we, we <laughs> there there's an, a comic, an entire comic devoted to Bone Idaho in my run. Oh, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. She does mess up the town. Yeah. <laughs> specifically with the Green Cross. The, the Green Cross is a organization that goes around the country fixing up. Hulk damage? Oh, Hulk damage, Oh, yep. no. That's funny. Yeah, and, like, fights that the Hulk had. Yeah, that, that's their whole mission. And one of the guys, like, blames himself for causing the gamma bomb that went off that, like, turned all of them into oh, what's, whatever. Oh, what's his name? Ryder or something? Yeah, something like yeah. that. I don't remember. I didn't write that one down. But, yeah, so he blames himself. So he started the Green Cross to go ahead and clean up all of the Hulk's messes. That makes sense. Yeah. The Avengers find her in a diner, which results into her changing out to the freaked out Hulk form. She has a fight with Scarlet Witch really fast and starts destroying the town. So Hawkeye teases her and baits her into following him into the woods, which works, but he gets knocked the fuck out. He, like, flies through the air and he passes out for a short time. Bruce Banner shows up and starts to talk her down because, you know, he knows what it's like. Um, And she stops rampaging, but she still isn't transforming back to normal. And it's not like... It's not working, but it is distracting her. Okay. Um, Hawkeye sees the army start to show up. She is, in fact, to normal. Uh, the attention with the destruction of the town and, like, Hawkeye, they notice that the armies come. Uh, they're hunting down Bruce. And Hawkeye decides to shoot Bruce to turn him into the Hulk so he can distract the She-Hulk while they deal with the army and wait for reinforcements. Jack of Hearts is broken out of his radiation draining chamber by Ant-Man so he can use the radiation he accidentally stole from Jennifer to return her to normal. He flies out to the fight and explodes and Hulk turns back into Bruce Banner and she Hulk turns back into Jennifer Walters and then while she's still passed out she transforms back into her uh, green she Hulk version. She wakes up and they're like you good girl? And she's like yes. Emotionally, no, but I'm back. <laughs> the emotional stuff sticks with her for some time. That, yeah. There's a lot of that in mine. Um, Jack is put into an uh, emergency radiation tube. They don't know if he's going to be okay, and She-Hulk feels real sad about it, but thanks him. Um, nobody in town died during the fight, so that's great. Um, She-Hulk is really grateful that she has control and wonders how Bruce deals with the Hulk's actions and guilt uh, and the guilt that comes with it. Captain America says alone, and he, <laughs> and it ends with a shot Yikes. of yeah. He's like, oh, how does he deal with this alone? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ca- they give Captain America so many good one-liners. Oh, wow. Is, right? Who would have thought? I, I've never read Captain America. Yeah, yeah. We'll, ha- we'll have to do it at some point, but we that's going to be like a two-month-long project. Oh, my God, yeah. I know. Like, just, just like I was looking at Storm, and that's like 17 recaps or something like that. So. Oh, yeah. Storm's going to be a whole yeah. track in it in of itself. We'll, we'll see when we get to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the final shot is like a, a shot of Bruce walking away on a, the road alone into the wilderness because he, he's put himself in timeout as well. <laughs> um, or then, did Captain America put him in timeout? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> did he? I don't know. <laughs> sarcasm oh (laughs) sorry (laughs) that's the thing it's like i don't know (laughs) nah he has a very like um what's that movie book of eli (laughs) like nomad wandering the wilderness okay Mm -hmm. actually uh, from what i found out in my comics they actually let hulk take the fall for that for bone idaho oh yeah so the hulk is the one that gets blamed for that uh, ultimately that makes sense because like, he's trying to protect her and mm-hmm. she's still an Avenger at that point. So like, you know, saving face where you can. Yeah. Cause there's, there's a, there's a whole comment. I, I've brought it up a few times now, but they're in like a group session essentially. And a bunch of people are like, yeah, no, it was she Hulk. And everyone's like, no, 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 it was definitely Hulk. They're like, I was there and like, no, nah, it was Hulk mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. whole time. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really pushing the Bruce Banner thing, which I guess kind of makes sense. Cause she Hulk's not n- known for like just destroying towns where Hulk that's, that's in line with what he's done. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we are in the Avengers disassembled 500 through 503. Um, Jack of Hearts thought to be dead. His whole thing is after he changes, um, or after he does that explosion, he's like, I I should probably just go away. He like saves Ant Man's daughter. They are bros again, and then he flies off into space and explodes. So that everyone thinks he's dead. In this run, uh, Jack of Hearts thought to be dead turns up on the front lawn of the Avengers Mansion and explodes, killing Ant Man in the blast. Um. Oh. And then a whole lot of chaos happens after that. Vision comes in and drops five Ultron uh, robots. And uh, Tony, he has like, he he gets the feeling of being drunk when he's addressing the UN, but he hasn't had a drink. And like, it's just a whole lot of chaos. And um, as they're fighting, um, aliens come down and everything. And in in the chaos, um, She-Hulk rages out again, and um, she rips apart Vision's lifeless form um, after he flied in and and dropped those. She also swats away the Wasp and ends up putting her into a coma. Yep. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. And after they deal with all the chaos uh, that's caused by the Scarlet Witch, um, kind of a WandaVision situation, like she... She remembered that she had children and she freaked out and her her reality magic um, really threw things out of line. Um, But the deaths that happen are real, which is kind of like it it was kind of interesting. And I I didn't know. I don't know. I didn't know how they handled that in the past. Yeah. Um, Well, they they brought it up in mind, too, with Ant-Man and Jack of Hearts dying. Uh, mm -hmm. That's one thing that She-Hulk has broken up about. And like Mm -hmm. she's like, I saw them die and I could do nothing about it. Yeah. 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 There's a panel in mine where it has her taking apart vision. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. There was a single frame in mine where she's like having a flashback to it and she feels terrible about it. Mm hmm. 
Um, after the chaos caused by Scarlet Witch is over, she meets with the Avengers in the ruins of the mansion as Jennifer Walters. Um, so she's de de de-shul- uh, de hulkified. I love that. <laughs> right. That's a good one. Um, but she tearfully leaves the Avengers. She says that she loves them all, but she's done, and that is it. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah, the disassembled, I know there was quite a bit of damage done. A whole lot of damage done. To a lot of people. It's kind of, it's almost their own House of M. Yeah, it's like a mini House of M. I do need to read that at some point. Yeah, that's definitely something we'll have to go over. Mm -hmm. House of M is definitely one we'll have to cover. Mm -hmm. And Doctor Strange shows up in that to uh, take her down. Uh, Basically, at the end of this, Scarlet Witch is left alive, but without any mind he he like wipes her mind oh wow yeah and he takes her to um professor xavier to try and put in psychic roadblocks and psychic um like breaks uh magneto like takes her body away Wow, that sounds very dark phoenixy yeah 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 oh it does does sound very dark phoenixy (laughs) yeah actually did um wanda or dr strange put a curse onto she hulk during this, during your run, no. Oh, interesting. Mm-mm. Does Are that you, happen during yours then? Hey, she puts a uh, hex on She Hulk. Okay, where... yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that then. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, no. yeah. I just want to double check because that was a, a plot point in mind that I don't really go over, but I wanted to see if it came up. I, I wasn't gotcha. gonna hit it super hard um, because it's kind of a passing. It, it they put it in the panel, but it is kind of a passing moment because they just bring it back in another issue in a very specific spot. So gotcha. I understand why mm-hmm. they did it, but it wasn't a. I, I would say a minor plot point at best i gotcha makes sense makes sense mm-hmm. okay uh fun things i wanted to mention from sensational she hulk <laughs> there's a cameo with the simpsons like the simpsons are just but in not the- yellow no they're not yellow they they're like <laughs> they're just like human yeah, yeah. it's it kind of creepy looking actually okay. it, yeah it's kind of fucked up <laughs> but the simpsons are in their car and then zombies attack them and then it goes into the next zombie plot line there were some very concerning, like, I don't know, it it was, it felt either racist or culturally insensitive at the least uh, during the zombie arc, because the villain was, um he was called the Black Talon, and he practiced voodoo, and it was very, like, stereotypy, and it felt weird. Um, yeah, that's not And great. that's where the zombies came from, and I was like, eh, that Yeah, that's not exactly what that is. Yeah, no. I don't like that at all. No. They fight one of the main villains throughout um, Sensational She-Hulk is a living hill named Sprag, and he's like a diglet. No, he's like a hill, just like a a mound of earth, uh-huh. and he's alive. So, so it's a it's a diglet. <laughs> a di- oh, the Pokemon, the diglet. Are they Earth? I thought they were well, little moles. Well, they're Earth. They're Earth type. Are they? Yeah. Oh. But like big. <laughs> Uh, that's where my 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 yeah. mind went. I don't yeah, know. yeah. No, I know. It, I know. There's like a snow mountain in one of the later generations yes. of Pokemon. So Ooh, I don't remember what it's called. And a snow cone. That's true. There's a snow cone. Yeah. And there's a lantern. Like, Anyways, it doesn't I like matter. The Any, chandelier. I, yeah, the chandelier. <laughs> yep. There's a coffin, but uh, it's not called coffin because there's already a coffin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you can't. You know. Casket. Casket. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what it was either. <laughs> um, that's where I stopped playing. Dead person box. Yep. <laughs> 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 it gets real morbid. Think about that. Just like it's a dead person box that's been reanimated to kill it's things. Pretty bad. Yeah, that you are ordering to. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, Sprag is a hill person, and um, he came from deep in the core of the earth. And apparently, when he accidentally got uh, jettisoned out of the core, 
the other hill people were like, oh, thank God he's gone because <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> he's like the only evil one. And then he was jettisoned out. And then they go back and uh, they have <laughs> like the hill people help She-Hulk defeat uh, Sprague and they call them rock cops. <laughs> <laughs> Rock cops. I thought you were gonna say that like they bring him back and we were gonna have like a Jar Jar Binks moment where there's oh, like God. we exiled you, please, please leave and never right? come back. <laughs> well, that's kind of what happens after that. That's um, funny. So he you... wasn't evil; he was clumsy. No, he was evil. Okay, he, he was accidentally he was accidentally expelled. Um, but. He, they did not try to find him after that. <laughs> they were like, "Ooh, this is great for us." We all have we all have that family member. So yeah, and then mm. later they fight that same uh, hill in space. So, uh, yeah, sure, yep. sure, yep. Okay. yeah, <laughs> yep. It's, it's they were wild. they were running low on villains. They're like we're just gonna have a hill. There yeah. is a uh, one issue where on the cover it says "guaranteed to have your favorite villain," and then the villain that they fight. It says, oh, look, it's villain insert name here. And they just leave a blank spot where they're supposed to have drawn the villain. And it's like, oh, they're d- disrupting the whole city with their his or her weapon of choice. It's pretty funny, but it was also like, please stop. Just write a story. <laughs> like that, that is like a clip you put it like after a comic, like it's some right? like goofy yeah. drawing or something like, like it, that. It should be like a two panel gag, but they yeah. make it a whole issue. And that's. It's- it's too it's too it's they too much they, they should have meant full and done like a mad lib like an right. actual mad lib yeah like a choose that. your own adventure or yeah. something like that that would be a cool idea for a right. comic right that'd be actually that cool just, that just screams lazy it's, to me it screams <laughs> um i had a funny idea and i didn't decide to develop it any further than this but and i'm I just gonna overcommitted to it yeah and nobody said no <laughs> yeah mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Nobody said no. I feel like that's the case a lot with Jack Byrne or John Byrne. Um, I just he wasn't my favorite. I did like his art, but he wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Um, I did want to say that art for the Avengers She Hulk, like the second part where the where they fight. No, when they're in Bone, when they're in Bone Town or whatever. Oh, yeah, bone Idaho. <laughs> when, when they're going to the Bone Zone. The Bone See, Zone. Here's the thing: the Red Zone was really cool, and I liked the art for it. It was a little more gritty. It was a little more. Like you know, late nineties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool. And then when we go to Bone Tone, uh, Bone Town, <laughs> Bone Zone, <laughs> <laughs> um, the art is just ugly, and I mm. didn't like it. It it was weird. It, okay. Um, and I'll post comparisons. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the finale and like disassembled. Those are you know, those are good. It's the final. They got to get someone good. Right? Yeah. It, Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. I like that. That's that sounds rough to read. It was. <laughs> it was confusing and disjointed in every way. Uh, so, what were you gonna rate? Sensational. Sensational. I would. I would say a solid three because there were some fun bits and I liked the art. Maybe a three and a half. Okay. Um, right. It's a little right. bit higher than I expected, yeah. but all right. yeah, yeah. It 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 was like a fun time comic. It wasn't like a story comic. I gotcha. Okay. Um, the red zone. I would give a four. All right. Specifically, the red zone, um, the trying to find She Hulk part, I, a two. I didn't like it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the finale disassembled. It was really confusing for me. Um, I would still give it like a three, just with like execution and trying to keep things going and like the intensity. Um, but it it was very like I, I mean it's the end you know yeah mm-hmm. 
I did like the the finale where they um, there's a part where they're in the mansion and talking about their favorite Avengers moments. And that was really sweet. And I liked that a lot. So maybe I'll, I'll give the finale a four. Okay. Oh, right on. Yeah. Okay. And so the, disassembled like a... Like a three. Okay. okay. And the finale four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can get behind that. Yeah. yeah. You had a lot of different comics to read through, so... Yeah. It's, yeah. Very haphazard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was a time. See, that's what you got for having uh, the Savage She-Hulk one through 25 or whatever. You, right. you were oh, the only one that so had concise. like... You were the only one that had one that was straight through in the first part. And now you're the only one that doesn't have one straight yeah, through in the second no, part. Yeah, no. It seems fair it's to because me. because you deserve yeah. it. No, I'm <laughs> no, Karma. I, did, I, <laughs> I had it too easy. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. This is equality. This is feminism. I don't know if you've heard of it, <laughs> but... All right. Well, uh, we will be back with Charlie's recap right after this quick break. Welcome back, listener, and thank you for sticking with us. We are going to jump right into Charlie's recap of... No, it was just She-Hulk, correct? Yep, it was just She-Hulk. Writer was Dan Slott. Penciler was... Juan Biblio and Inker was Marcelo Sosa. All right. Let's let's get into it. All right. Yeah. So we start with number one. Um, We see Jen Walters in law school and studying very diligently. Uh, She is not having parties, not having a fun time. And then we flash forward to She-Hulk waking up as Jen Walter next to her latest conquest, a male model from Europe. And this kind of leads into this idea that She-Hulk is abusing her status as an Avenger by partying, parking wherever she wants. So one of the big things was her parking in front of the courthouse and claiming that there was an emergency and that she didn't have to park in the actual parking spot. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I love that. And overall not taking her, her, her job seriously. Okay. So after a successful mission where she actually leaves her work, leaves the courtroom to go on this mission... She-Hulk parties at the Avenger mansion, and Tony and Cap decide to kick her out. The model breaks up with her for not having enough depth, and she loses her job. And She-Hulk is most upset about the model because she, you know, is upset that a model, you know, would say something (laughs) akin to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) She ends up as a bar, ends up at a bar, and I think we can all relate to that after, you know, a day... (laughs) <laughs> a day like that yeah that sounds and, rough. uh another figure mr holloway offers her a job and, but it was mm-hmm. it with the condition that she has to be jen walters not she hulk oh interesting oh. okay so kind of weird and she had a real internal struggle about that too because she you know she hulk felt more at home a, as a person when she was in that form rather than jen walters yeah gotcha okay. um she felt exposed vulnerable there's actually a little subplot in the beginning of Sensational She-Hulk uh, for that section where there's a diamond, there's like diamond goop that brings out your truest form. And oh. since She-Hulk is like Jen Walter's truest expression of herself, mm-hmm. just plus gamma radiation, she was unchanged by the diamond goop. But oh. her oh, okay. uh, but uh, her companion Wheezy was rejuvenated to like her younger, hotter self because like she just... Oh. She's just a badass. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's like de- that. that's definitely a theme throughout um, what I read is uh, She-Hulk is like, she likes being She-Hulk. She's, she feels like her truest, uh, you know, expression of herself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she doesn't want to not be She-Hulk. Right. Actually, I'll, I'll touch on that during my recap too. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's an interesting counterpoint between uh, 
between She-Hulk and Jen Walters and Bruce Banner and the Hulk and yeah. how she has that choice that she can, you know, m- you know, morph whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. back and forth rather than, you know, Bruce where he he has I think, you know, more control later, but initially it's very yeah. it's very, you know, hazardly. Yeah, and Bruce mm-hmm. really rarely wants to be Hulk. Right. Yeah. Where yeah. where Jen almost always wants to be Hulk. And yeah. I I feel like that's really true for just any like if we're talking gender stuff yeah i would say like um if if i could not have to worry about being beat up ever or like being vulnerable hell yeah like why not whereas (laughs) the guy that has too much rage doesn't want that rage yeah exactly um and just like how that kind of power is different uh in different social constructs no that's actually yeah Yeah. that's a really makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. all right yeah (laughs) Uh, so yeah so jen goes to her new job um she finds out at this law firm that she is a lawyer for supernatural ordeals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that that plays into mine as well yeah (laughs) yeah and jen meets pug another lawyer at the firm who has a a crush on her Um, oh yeah this is the beginning of that crush goes Uh, right through mine yep okay because she does not seem to care at all about pug nope not even a little bit yep very interesting. Yep. Um, so there's no Wyatt. Wyatt. Nope. Wait, no Wyatt's gone. Where nope. does he go? <laughs> He's no not idea. in mine either. Know. Yeah, I have no idea uh, where Wyatt went. All right. You gotta create. You gotta recreate the love story. Yeah. Keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen's first case involves a gentleman named Danger Man who doesn't want to have his powers. Okay. So his powers are um, super strength, super you know, kind of just the. The, very vanilla superism yeah, of, a, yeah. of a person and that he can kind of melt down if he gets too angry but he does not want to have these powers and so he, it happened at his workplace and he's upset about this and wanting to go after the workplace like oh. sue, you know sue them there's a lot of suing in mind too. yeah same and so she's a real she, lawyer she is. right <laughs> yeah. and she doesn't understand why he wouldn't have those powers so is this internal struggle for her because it, her as in jen walter she hulk because she is so used to having these powers and wants to have them mm-hmm. and so to see somebody who is you know no i want to go back home i want to live a normal life yeah uh, hard to wrap her mind around mm-hmm. and they get to the point where they say he's just gonna be dead Oh. <laughs> like the old, you know, his old self is dead and that yeah. he is now a danger okay. man to get gotcha. the insurance money. It I was gotcha. interesting oh. kind of convoluted way to go about it. No, that um, checks out. Yeah. 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 And another side of this, I think we kind of alluded to it earlier, was they call this the the long box or the long case where it's actually comic books that they're doing their research, almost yeah. like law books, but they're they're using them as this is what happened before. In yeah. Fantastic There's precedent Four. for it now. Yeah. Oh, Okay. The next comment opens with Bailey Briggs being murdered while he's working on a plane. Oh. And we flash to She-Hulk as she moves out of the Avengers mansion into her own place. And they attempt to use Bailey Briggs' as ghost as a witness in the trial of his murder. And they have to come up with evidence to show that he really is the ghost and why he should be here. I um, want to read this so no, much. No, you really it, should. You should. It's a wild. Ah! You should. It's a great one. Yeah. I, yeah. Ah! Um, so, I'm so upset I didn't read it already. <laughs> oh, man. But his he claims his lover killed him, and he only did that to convince Jen and her counterpart to go into the turbine to investigate this. And he activates it and tries to kill them, the ghost. Uh, Jen morphs into She-Hulk and stops this. Okay, makes sense. Yep. 
um, <laughs> we go to the next comic, and She-Hulk agrees to a case against J. Jonah Jameson on the grounds that he has uh, made Spidey out to be a bad guy yep. and slandered his name. Yep. The best part of this was that Peter Parker gets served and <laughs> for his photography work yep, yep. and so they have to stop the case <laughs> and they they settle on them being in chicken suits J Jonah Jameson oh. and uh and uh Peter Parker because okay. they don't want to because Peter would go bankrupt if yeah. they were to settle this settle this with I think it was 300 million dollars yep. or some Ooh, crazy yeah. high number yep. that they had to have Poor Peter. <laughs> yeah, I felt so bad. And <laughs> so we get into the next comic, and this is where we meet Southpaw, okay, who is yep. one of the law firm's granddaughters. It's Holloway's granddaughter, I right. believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's imbued with a, a large magical left hand. And they they find her and a lot of cr- criminals in Pym's prison where they are shrunken down. Yep. And they are coming after the... The lawyer who is her grandfather is coming after them. Kind of, it, it smells like nepotism, and it is nepotism. Yeah, it's definitely nepotism. But mm. she's a juvenile, and she's in this facility, and he's not really happy about it. Mm-hmm. And so, long story short, the thinker gets a bunch of these supervillains to shrink down even further, and then jump onto She-Hulk's skin mm. onto her hand. Oh. So we come back to the office where She-Hulk unknowingly brings all these criminals who have shrunken down and are on her skin back to the office. And this was the thinker's grand plan the whole time around. They have a kind of a, a shuffle in the, the law firm. And She-Hulk manages to take, you know bring all these supervillains back um, and you know kind of apprehend them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But She-Hulk um, eventually goes to the magistery. I don't know if that's covered in yep, yours. We talk about, about it a little that. bit. Yeah. And so she becomes a magistery and they have the champion who is fighting with the power stone embedded in his forehead. And he owns this, this planet and nobody can beat him. And they bring it in the thing and all these different superheroes to try and fight him and win against him. And he has won against all of them. Okay. That's pretty she cool. She-Hulk does fight him initially and she gets her butt kicked by him. And she is perplexed by this. So she begins to train as Jen Walters, funny enough, yeah. so that she can bulk up easier as She-Hulk. And I <sighs> thought that was very interesting that these two ideas correlated that, you know, her working out and... and I love that. Yeah, and this, yeah. Like, in this smaller form, you know, can can translate into the She-Hulk. I Well, it's an interesting that. idea because, yeah, because it's like She-Hulk's always been just like a multiplication of who Jen Walters is. Mm -hmm. So if she has a baseline that's higher as Jen multiplying by Mm -hmm. She-Hulk would make She-Hulk even bigger. So powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just so powerful. (laughs) All the power. But then in in kind of this ultimate irony, she uses her lawyering skills. I don't know if that's actually a real world, but we're just going to go with it. But she says, you know, at one of the conditions of fighting the champion was that you had to leave all your weapons. You couldn't use anything, any outside influence. It had to be your brute strength. And she says, well, you're using the power stone. So that's kind of an outside resource. And okay. and he is says, yeah, you're you're right. And he takes out the power stone and she Hulk destroys him. Just Yay! absolutely, absolutely <laughs> wins. And it was a it was a great scene. Um but then as we get into the next comic, um, we have a little 
kerfuffle with Hercules. Yep. And okay. I don't know if you want to, if, if that's touched upon in yours, but basically he gets in trouble for stopping a supervillain and doing some destruction and the supervillain comes after him. Yeah. And he doesn't have the, you know, he doesn't have the money to settle. And so they, they end up suing him. And he has to take a job as a construction worker in order to, in order to pay off what he's been trying to do. Uh, the details were not in mine. Um, I mine deals with the fallout of that decision, though. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, mine deals a lot with the fallout of essentially the precedent that supervillains can now sue superheroes for damages. Oh, damn. Oh, interesting. But can we not sue the supervillains for the damages? Well, so that's like, the thing is superhero or the supervillains are yeah. often getting, you know, locked up anyway. Right, yeah. But mm. yeah, they're. I'll talk about it. Okay. It's a thing All of mine. Right. So, okay. But yeah, I didn't know the details of Hercules' case. So mm-hmm. that that's interesting to hear. Yeah, he he was he beat somebody up, and they had to go to the hospital, and they were upset with him. So they went to this law firm, and Hercules didn't it didn't compute with him, and yeah. so he. But he eventually he his honor took over, mm-hmm. and he decided to go to the go work in a normal a normal job essentially yeah. so he could pay it off and well, not do any more damage so it's an interesting parallel um that comes up a couple of times in my comics is essentially like a good way to think about it in the law sense is the superheroes are more or less police officers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if they're using excessive force or unnecessary force or that sort of thing you know there should be recourse for disciplining them where a lot of times the superheroes they don't answer to any one kind of Mm-mm. thing that's yeah. actually a big point part of civil war the mm-hmm. first civil war is mm-hmm. that that's a lot of what it is yeah so it's very interesting and actually it comes up in mind uh that the supervillains when they sue the superhero they have to the right as long as the supervillain also has their identity out they have the right to know the identity of the superhero oh because if yeah. a super like if a cop goes up and beats the shit out of you mm-hmm. you should know you should be able to know the identity of the cop that's, that's fair. logical yeah, yeah. so it, it's kind of one of those weird things where like at first i was kind of against it but then once they started talking about it the more yeah. i thought about it i was like no yeah this actually checks out it's mm-hmm. just everything's you know cranked up to 11 when it comes to superheroes and supervillains yeah. but it, mm-hmm. if there's no no one to answer to like the, right. the, there's a whole lot of things that could go wrong so yeah mm-hmm. makes yeah that's that's fascinating yeah I mean, it's truly, very, that is fascinating yeah. and, and it's a good read like there's some yeah. really interesting like i might have to continue i the would, rest of yeah. that because this this one through 12 was engaging yeah in and of itself yeah i so. might want to go back and read one through 12 because <laughs> i, I definitely it. felt like i missed some stuff but like at the same time it was so good that i just kept going so right nice well, we open the next comic um, in kind of a weird fashion. We we see a watcher being approached by a masked individual uh, in a spacesuit. Okay. And so this masked individual has a problem with She-Hulk, and the watcher also does too. And so he, we get this whole backstory of how he wants to recruit um, uh, Titiana. Hey, this is Mike. I just wanted to cut in and let you know that we did figure out that it was Titania after we recorded. We do say Titiana throughout. Sorry about that. Okay. Oh, yeah. And how she has a, a grudge, again, kind of a theme at this point, against She-Hulk. And the anti-Shulky squad. Right. And the watcher <laughs> the watcher tells the story of Titiana and how she became who she was. And that was fascinating because it was essentially a bullying case where she was always made fun of, never one of the popular kids, wasn't very strong, smart. 
and she is imbued with these powers by Doctor Doom. Yep, which happened in uh, Secret Wars. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was one of the two girls that came out of Denver, Colorado. Oh, her and Volcana. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that was where that came from. So that that that's an interesting story. That, there's really no backstory other than there's two women that give are getting yeah. powers by Doctor Doom. It was super random. They just Doctor Doom was there. Yep. It happened. She became Titiana. Um, and as we end this story, this origin story that the Watcher is telling, the spacesuit opens up, and it's actually the champion who's okay. come to <laughs> you know, extract his revenge as well. And he actually gives um, he gives Titiana the the power stone. Oh wow! Okay. So he he says that he can't do it. That he doesn't feel sense. right. Honor. You know, oh, kind of yeah, an honor yeah. situation where it wouldn't be right for him to attack her with it or, you know, best yeah. her rather. Because she it. won, but still yeah. holding a grudge. Yeah. Right. He's got to beat her on his own terms. Exactly. Yeah. And so he gives her the power stone. She trains with it. She then immediately kills him. Ooh. Oh, wow. After training with him. She is a him. bitch. Yeah, that's yeah, true. She's not, she's not real great. <laughs> no, she's not a good person. <laughs> oh, so good. And so we open with Titiana going after She-Hulk and going through Awesome Andy and a bunch of her friends at the law firm to try and find her because she is very, very upset about this. So she does eventually find uh, She-Hulk, attacks her. She-Hulk is bested. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think she is surprised as anybody because even after all this, she's in her like her beefed up form after working out as Jen yeah. Walters. And so she's extra upset about this. So she morphs back down into Jen Walters after being thrown into a building. Okay. And, and Titiana can't see her because of that hex that we kind of mentioned oh, at the beginning yep. of the podcast that oh. Scarlet Witch puts on her. Yeah. So um, the, the hex, more or less, what it does is anyone that is mad at Jennifer Walters slash She-Hulk cannot see her. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. So it's essentially a way for her to stay cloaked because uh, after the fallout of Bone, mm-hmm. um, essentially a lot of people were mad yeah. at She-Hulk. So anyone that was mad at She-Hulk could not see her, so they couldn't hunt her down. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's why the hex went on there, but that's how it was explained in my comments. Yeah, it it was basically just a vulnerability thing. Uh, Jen Walters didn't feel so Yeah, she didn't feel safe. Right. Okay. So it it doesn't apply to She-Hulk. It just applies to Jen Walters. Correct. Oh, okay. And it's only when Jen Walters, and it's only, the person can only not see her. That was a really poor way of saying that. But they can't see her if they want to do inflict harm on her. Gotcha. Oh, okay. I see. The that moment makes more sense. that they have their goal achieved, which comes into play later, they can see her again. Gotcha. And then they can, you know, she's into existence again, however you want to say that. Mm-hmm. 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 So we get a whole Hercules comes into play at this point, trying and Spider Man, Fantastic Four, Giant Man, Captain America, Iron Man, they all come in to try and to try and beat Titiana. And um we also see Awesome Andy get his head hit off. <gasps> oh, oh wow. No. Yeah. Oh, is Awesome Andy the rock guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Made by the thinker. He, he has he a had- chalkboard. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has a whole okay. he has a whole storyline in my comic. Really? Yeah. They they touch on him. He's in it. He's part of the law firm. He's kind of like the the coffee boy, yeah. if you will, <laughs> in the, the law firm, which I really enjoyed. Um, kind of grazed over him because a lot of minor stuff yeah. that he does. So yeah, I thought he I'd gets, skip to the bigger. He plot gets points. a full comic in my run. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. There's a whole backstory with it. I didn't go into great detail, but we will talk about it in mine. Mm-hmm. Great, and. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. And so um, 
Mr. Holloway, one of the lawyers at the law firm, recruits Mr. Fantastic to fix Awesome Andy. Jen Walters goes to the local comic book shop to figure out a way to win. <laughs> and they have these, all these, uh, you know, kind of, they're poking fun at the people like us reading it. Oh, yeah. And they're, you know, having these arguments about whether the continuity is there and, yep. and yep. all this. And, and oh, they there's kinda, shade thrown in mind about that sort of stuff. Yeah. Too. And then they ultimately just say, like, no, we need to help out, guys. Like, let's get all on this good bandwagon. Oh, is it like great. three nerds? Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. So they get hired by the law firm. Oh. Yeah. That's funny. Wow, that's amazing. Because they, they need someone to do the research for them. They, wh- wh- who's better than three nerds that are just going to argue about like continuity and like, no, but what about what, what happens in this comic right here? There's precedent for it for it's a law true. firm. That's, you know, that's what you need. Yeah. That's really funny. I yeah. probably was like that at some point. Oh, um, I, 100%. I, I'm, I'm like that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very hyper specific what I'm about with that, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like that with Game of Thrones for a while, but uh, not anymore. Oof. Yeah. All right. Rip. Sad. Uh, anyways, <laughs> sorry, sorry to bring it down like that. That was my bad. So, well, I'm going to bring it down because the rest of the, the Fantastic Four and these Avengers get their butts kicked by Titiana. Yeah. And as she is going to stab Spider-Man with this rod, which made me very sad, uh, She-Hulk appears. And I'm going to put air quotes as this is a podcast of She-Hulk appears. It is actually a changeling. Okay. Is it Ditto? It is Ditto. Okay. And... <laughs> she kills She-Hulk again air quotes right Aww. and so Titiana sees that she's killed She-Hulk and she is basically taking care of her goal her, yeah, her yeah. life goal at this point and we see that it is Ditto and that the Infinity Stone pops out of her forehead because she has completed this goal and part of the the Power Stones I don't know what you want to call it contract lore yes yes (laughs) yes uh is that it leaves as soon as you completed it so it pops out and then she can see jen walters oh because she no longer okay right and so it's this interesting way of of closure of closing this book is that she can see her again and that we know that she wants no more harm done to her Mm. and so as we get there we see that um that Titiana has been taking now to the new Pym prison, where yep. it is actual ants as guards. Yep. So they have <laughs> they have upgraded it, and we see Hercules um, come back, uh, and he's at his construction site helping out, and that's. And then we end with Jen talking to Mister Holloway. Okay. So okay. I think that leads into where you are. Yeah, that leads into mine. Uh, we will uh, take a quick break, and we'll be right back with my recap after this. After these messages. <laughs> Welcome back, listener, and thank you for sticking with us. We will go ahead and get right back into my recap here. So I pick up right where Charlie let off. I am doing the volume two with Dan Slatt as well. Same artist, same penciler, pretty much same everything. Very interesting art style. I really liked it quite a bit, actually. I did too. Uh, I, I, I'll skip over some of the uh, the intro stuff that I had here because you covered a lot of it. <laughs> but uh, so Jennifer, it, I'll distinguish i'll say she hulk and jennifer because there's a lot of either one in this comic like she transforms back and forth pretty regularly so she spends a lot of time as jen and a lot of time as she hulk so i'll say she hulk or jennifer depending on who she's that's yeah that's pretty interesting um because in the comics that i read she was 
not interested in changing into Jennifer at all. The yep. one time she did it willfully was a Christmas gift for her dad. Yep. Because oh. he missed his little girl. Yeah. And uh, she was like, well, I have a magic box. And she was able to transform at will yeah. and, for that one night. So the, it's a big point of contention throughout the comics, actually. So it, it it's actually a storyline in and of itself as to when and why she's transforming back and forth. But uh, so we start off with Jennifer Walters out for a jog and she comes across the mugging and she's actually not able to transform into uh, She-Hulk. So that that's actually a thing. I don't know if it came up in yours, but she's going to therapy and she has some mental blocks. They... Yeah, they touched on it a little bit, but I have to say it wasn't a major... They didn't go into, like, very much detail. Gotcha. They just said that they addressed, like, in one panel, oh, we were having some issues after the, the fight, but yeah. I wasn't sure how in-depth they are going to go on that, so it's yeah. very interesting to hear this side of it. Yeah, so she's having a lot of mental blocks with it and that sort of thing, so she's just having a hard time. Uh, her therapist actually made a gamma changer that oh. allows her to essentially push a button and transform instead of doing it physically oh yeah so so she's just having a lot of issues with it and it like it has to recharge with gamma radiation from her and stuff like that so it's it you know it's kind of a plot point where it it, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but this one she comes across a mugging that's taking place and she is not able to transform so these the the guys like grab onto her and then she promptly whoops their ass as Jennifer Walters because she's she was training like she's yeah. much nice. stronger as Jennifer she actually like paralyzes one of them like oh wow like oh, not like like she like punches him and like hits oh, a nerve not sure. like not like breaks his spine <laughs> no. right like stuns him but uh, it was actually Spider Woman and Captain America actually watched her do this because uh, oh. they wanted to recruit her into the Avengers she's like I'll I'll let you know. Never comes up again in 21 issues. <laughs> they do not mention the Avengers again for 21 issues. Oh, wow. Oh, so it, it's in the very first couple frames, doesn't come up again. But she returns. She's a uh, high-powered lawyer for Goodman, Liber, Kirkberg, and Holloway is the name of the, the law firm that she's working at. And it deals specifically with powered slash supernatural interve- uh, individuals. Her roommate and uh, now co-worker, Pug, they live together now. I don't know if that was in your comic as well. They didn't touch on it. Okay. He has a crush on her, and she said, yes, this is a roommate. For so them. she <laughs> does not realize most no. of the time. Oh, she doesn't realize? No. No. Oh. no, she does not. Like I have to see what this uh, pug person looks so like. So there's two different versions of him in this comic, one of them with a goatee and one without a goatee. The goatee is after he's no longer in love with her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's so how he, you know. He looks, wow. like, he, he looks much better without the goatee. Actually, I think I might have a picture of him. What is his here. name again? Pug? Uh, it it is oh god it's Pug Pugalese Pug- Pugalese is his last name. Pugalese. Yeah. Oh, he looks like every man. Okay. Yeah, no, he's, he's very generic. Um, here's a side. He, you know what he looks like? He looks like a man who doesn't know he's a bottom yet. Oh yeah, like this is this is Pug. He. Uh, at the Pug, center. Pug wants to get pegged, and I can see that from here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I, uh, he He's in. I, I see it. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, they live together, <laughs> and uh, I, I mentioned there's a lot of unrequited love in these comics. It, it's a theme throughout. Uh, we also meet Charles uh Kazowaski? I have no idea. He's not super important. It's a crazy name, but essentially it starts the time trials uh saga of this. So th- this is breaking broken up into about three distinct three to four distinct 
like storylines. They're very distinct in their storylines too, All which right. is uh, it's a lot. So I'm sorry in advance if this is an hour long recap because <laughs> I, I wanted to cut it down. There's like whole sections that I just don't mention in this, yeah. and it's still five pages of notes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry, I in you. <laughs> um, but he shot someone in the back in broad daylight in a crowded area with witnesses and cameras. But he's claiming self defense. Mm, interesting. Uh-huh. And okay. his his essentially what he's saying is he shot him in self defense because he got a message from himself in the future saying that he was going to be shot by this person. So when the guy shows up, he turns around and shoots him. Like he sees the guy, oh, he goes no. up and shoots him in the back. Wow. Okay. So it, it's kind of a weird thing. It's like I have proof from the future that I this person is going to shoot me. Right. If I take preemptive action against them, is that it's is it self defense or is, not? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. So it's it's a very interesting court yeah. case. I do feel like future crime is always a topic with uh, Marvel, um, especially with like that the Winter Soldier with the helicarriers. They're like, well, we can calculate who will be a criminal yeah. and yeah. we'll yep. take them out. F- future crimes. Yeah, Aha. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's it's hard because it's one of those things yeah. like if you have a guarantee that it's going to happen, but they haven't done it yet. Eh. Yeah. Well, it kind of goes into Sentinels too and X-Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, so yeah. They identify mm-hmm. the, the gene and they can take out you know people before they... Yep, mutate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's it's a huge thing throughout Marvel, but uh, I I wanted to mention this. It's not super important, but they go to the basement of the law firm, and those three nerds from that comic book store you're talking about, Mm -hmm. they now have a essentially a comic book shop in the basement. It hasn't set up yet, but there's a guy named Stu down there. He's sitting in there, and he's in an empty room. All the law uh, long boxes were lost during the collapse of the tower, and he (laughs) goes on a rant about trade paperbacks and how it takes so long for them to come out and they only want to buy the trade paperbacks because they're all collected then but like it takes so long for them to come out that it's going to destroy the industry and like how are you supposed to collect all of them if you're waiting so long to actually read the stories like he goes on this huge <laughs> oh long God. rant That's and it's so funny it's really funny because you know what this storyline is collected into a trade paperback. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's called the time trials. It's it's hilarious because he goes that on this great. rant and it like when you're going through Marvel Unlimited, you can see the cover for the right. trade paperback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not yeah, not super important, but it's I, pretty funny yeah. and meta, which is it's on, very on theme. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next, I'm gonna introduce a bunch of people in the next couple lines here. We meet right. Mr. Zix, mm. who is the new boss. Uh, Mr. Holloway left like immediately after to go find Southpaw. Oh, because that is his granddaughter, and yeah. he wants to kind of find her, save her, try to bring her back from. And Southpaw is in tiny prison. No, oh no, Southpaw got away. Uh, oh, she got away. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So Southpaw is granddaughter went to go find granddaughter, Mister Zix. <clears throat> and my voice cracked there. Uh, <laughs> Mister Zix is uh, put in charge and essentially becomes the boss. Mm-hmm. They hear a giant crash. She-Hulk just hulks out um, and goes down to find out what's going on. Essentially, the underlying conflict is there is two villains that were selling guns to kids, but uh, Stature and Vision busted in and stopped them and like essentially beat them up and stopped them from selling guns. Oh. But since Stature is a... Well, and they were charged with forcible entry, and it's funny because Vision's like, I phased through the molecules, there was no force involved. <laughs> hey, but, come on, Vision! But, uh, <laughs> I love Vision. But uh, in Stature, stat, Stature's 
like report she said that it was within like line of sight it was like eyesight mm-hmm. but since she's a size changer she was like the size of an ant so she could see underneath the door so there's no reasonable like expectation of line of sight in that scenario oh no so there's like <laughs> a really weird like so as and like so there's a fight the hero superheroes get pissed off essentially break the table yeah. the the villains actually beat the shit out of the the superheroes in this scenario but after they're done fighting the ones that attacked first, they actually go peacefully, kind of showing like, "Oh, these are the the superheroes are the ones that were stepping out of line," Smart. because and the mm-hmm. the firm Smart. is the one that is actually representing the villains. Oh, weird. Yeah. So She Hulk's not pleased about this, but this I was going to say, who's taking these clients? Is it Mister Zix? It is Mallory. Mallory, uh, okay. which is a I don't know if she came up in yours at all. Yeah, she did. I didn't think she was a super important character, so, so I didn't really mention her. I yeah, apologize. And but... No, that's totally nah. fine. She becomes important in mine. Okay. Uh, so she is the one that is representing these ones, but it's specifically because Mr. Zix has opened up the law firm to supervillains now. Where make mis- money where, where you gotta make yeah, money, Where, where Holloway like, was only superheroes, pretty much. Well, he doesn't because he has that one against Hercules where yeah. he takes... Um, I can't remember the villain's name, but he definitely takes his side over Hercules. Yeah, so. and, and that's the thing is I kind of got the impression that like Holloway, if if it was like a just lawsuit, mm-hmm. he would take it re- regardless, but most of the time sided with the superheroes. Yeah. Now, it is almost exclusively supervillains. Well, and... Oh really? Exclusively? Not not exclusively, okay. but pretty close. Almost all sure. of the cases you see are actually defending the supervillains. I see. Huh. Um, I mean, as a lawyer, you're not, you're not supposed to take cases whether you think they're fair or just. Um, you're. But as a private practice, as, well, but there are criteria. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, and you can set up your own criteria. You know. Yeah. yeah so. That's true. But uh, yeah, but it, no more nepotism, right? That's true. Hey. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it it introduces kind of an underlying conflict through all of the uh, all of these comics. The law firm has started taking on supervillain cases, but uh, Mallory's case is essentially they talk about how Mallory's case is possible because of the Hercules case. Oh. So since the Constrictor was the one that Hercules beat up, um, they essentially laid precedent for supervillains to gain. Some sort of, you Le- know, rights legal ag- support. Yeah, legal support yeah, against logical. against heroes. Yeah, it does make yeah. sense. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Kind of cut through that. Uh, she Hulk is also going to see a therapist now uh, because and essentially helping out with the transformation issues and talk about like how she bane uh, destroyed Bone Idaho and how she beat the shit out of all the Avengers, but still <laughs> let Banner take the fall for it. And how she tore Vision apart, and how she was, uh, how she watched Ant Man and Jack of Hearts die, and then later Hawkeye died as well. Uh, off, mm, she yeah. was, she didn't wasn't able to see that, but Hawkeye mm-hmm. dies. Yeah, and they they had a interesting kind of flirtation. Yeah, um, like he would always hit on her, and he she'd be like, you know, step up to the plate, dude, and he'd always be like, eh, eh, eh. Well, I'm a stinker. You know, it's funny because that actually goes back to all the way to the Avengers that I reviewed in part one of our, mm-hmm. our series. Because They like, have a back and forth. They have a back yeah. and forth where they, they're kind of adversarial the entire time, but at the same time, it's very... Tongue-in-cheek. Lo- yeah, it's tongue-in-cheek banter. Mm-hmm. And um, She-Hulk is very torn up about Hawkeye oh. because Hawkeye was always there for her. Like, there, there was a thing where she transformed in the Avengers and she wasn't able to transform back, so Hawkeye, like, makes fun of her, mm-hmm. but in kind of, like, a good spirit to get her angry to transform back and, like, helps her transform and mm-hmm. helps her out, like, a lot of times throughout her, mm-hmm. her career. So yeah. she's very, very upset a lot of the time. That will come into play in a minute here. Okay. <laughs> but the when the building collapsed, it actually crippled Mallory. Oh. So I it, don't think they... 
Maybe I missed it, and it's possible. But the building did collapse. But yeah, they had said people got injured. But yeah, it, it crippled Mallory, and Mallory pretty much directly blames She-Hulk for it. Interesting, because it was Tidiana. Whatever. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> right? and that's yeah. what the, that's what the therapist says is because the the building was actually collapsed before She-Hulk even got there. Yeah. yeah. So it, but yeah, it, it's Tidiana was there because She-Hulk. Like it, it yeah. yeah. I can see. Yeah. But it also but Mallory's also the one that sides with the supervillains a lot of times, so like she's she's taking the side of Titiana in that in that regard. Even so. though, you know, She Hulk saved her life in that turbine that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. that was Mallory with oh, okay. her. So yeah. all right. So that's the end of the startup okay. or the setup. So that Okay. <laughs> that that was the first uh three pages. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> that's so um, much. So uh, <laughs> we actually start getting into the case with Charles, the one that shot the person in the back be- so before the person could shoot him. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge news story since it happened out in the public. There's so many witnesses and stuff like that. So everyone knows that he did it. Like, it's a huge thing. It's all in it, all over the news and every single one of the, the newspapers, everything. So they're, they don't know how they're going to get an impartial jury. So they contact the TVA, which is the Time Variance Authority, which are essentially people that deal with time travel. Well, that's convenient. Yeah. Who, who, where did they come from? So they are, they're like essentially like an inner, inner time agency that is just around and monitors time and are essentially time cops. That's so funny. Oh man. So since they need a jury, they pull people from the past that have no way of knowing about the crime. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's a good ride around. And that's the thing is, and you find out later, but every single person that they pull from the past is dead. Hmm. Oh, okay. So the reason why they pull people that are dead is because they have no possible way of coming in contact with themselves when they're oh. in the future. Oh, okay. So th- there is actually a there's a decent level of logic that goes on yeah. in this. Um, it gets a little messy later, but one of the people that's brought back is Hawkeye. So oh. Jennifer is kind of freaking out about it because she wasn't there when Hawkeye died. And she's been torn up about it, and it's already been established in earlier, like a few earlier pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in like we're like halfway through issue two now, so <laughs> it's been established. So she wants to try to save Hawkeye, even though she specifically signed paper saying that she was not going to do that with anyone. Yeah, but I, why so, would they pull Hawkeye? So th- they just they randomly select people. Really? Yeah. So oh. Hawkeye huh. is kind of tr- like, the they're Hawkeye- close friends. Yeah. So it's kind of like. Ugh. I don't know. It's a lot. You'd randomly generate. You'd see that come up. You'd be like, yeah. better hit that button again. Right. So, so the thing is, is he comes through as Clint. He doesn't come through as Hawkeye. Okay. And Clint's uh, alter ego is not known. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. But, okay. But I'm not. <laughs> if you're having these comic books in the basement, the comic books say the real name. I'm not so. saying. I'm not saying it's no. not a loophole. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not arguing with you as in the. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. arguing with the comic at this yeah. point. Yeah. No. Especially yeah. because during jury selection, they should be asking like those questions, like, "Do you know the prosecutor? Do you oh. know the defense? Do you and they know?" Do. And he says, "No." No, he does. He tries. Oh. He tries to tell them that he's Hawkeye. What the? And Jennifer stops him. Oh, Jennifer. <laughs> he's like, "I'm Hawk," and then she cuts it, and she's like, "He's Hawk honored." to be here like, <laughs> <laughs> jennifer no and, you beautiful moron and so pug is like what the fuck was that and she's like that's hawkeye he's like we have to tell people this <laughs> this is not correct you could be disbarred it's like 
I'm going to do it anyway. He's like, all right, I guess we're doing it anyway. Damn. All right, Pug. He's like, just don't tell me anything else. Right? Same. I'm with Pug. Jennifer Walters, number one lawyer. <laughs> number <Yeah>. lo- <laughs> so that's number one lawyer, best. So they best talk defense. about, it's one of those things where they talk about how good of a lawyer she is, but a lot of the good lawyer stuff happens off page. Oh, <laughs> well, here's the thing about being a good lawyer. It's really boring. It's really boring. It's and really it's also, boring. it's one of those things where it's kind of a limitation of whoever's writing it might not actually know what like good lawyering is. I'm well, not saying yeah. that he doesn't but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's a thing Th- there are some good things that happen in here that actually show some really good smarts but anyways mm-hmm. so hawkeye runs away from the jury after they have been sequestered mm-hmm. and does hawkeye things like all across the city and everyone's like what up why is hawkeye here i thought you were dead kind of thing so it's very confused everyone thinks it's an imposter it, it, it yeah it's that we, the emotional trauma yeah. alone yeah. So then we meet another new person. Uh, this is uh, John Jameson, which might have come up in your... They, they mention, but it's mostly just as a plot point to yeah. say that Pug is not getting... He basically he he mad because she's giving attention to this guy. <laughs> uh, so now they're dating, uh, Jen and... Yeah, they were like dating off and on in the first little yeah. bit, but it wasn't again like it wasn't a major plot point. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, I do think that Wyatt Wingfoot goes back to his reservation, um, because they find oil on the land and they are oh. so so he has tribal duties. That's oh, why okay. he that's fair. He's not around. Gotcha. That makes sense. I guess oil over <laughs> I suppose oil over everything. I suppose. Yeah. It's not my favorite. I liked him. I did too. He, she like did. picks him up and gives him a big old smooch and he's like, this is ideal. And I'm like, <laughs> aw. <laughs> uh, so you're, you're not going to like John Jameson then. Uh, so we get a very, very bad interaction with them where essentially he, she's She-Hulk and like mm-hmm. they're getting ready for bed and they want to bone down mm. and he wants her to turn back into Jen. <gasps> How dare. Yeah. How dare you. Uh, this, tra- I can't. Mm. So they they kind of talk about it where like she's like but I like I feel more comfortable as Jennifer Walters like th- this is who Do I you mean feel- She Hulk or She Hulk sorry yeah. yeah like this is who I like to be kind of thing yeah and he's like well then we need more safe words like ow and my p- pelvis is broken and like goes on all this other stuff and kind of makes fun of her about her being She Hulk and continues to want her to change back and she talks about like how she spoke with her therapist and how this might be one of the mental blocks that she keeps having is that her boyfriend doesn't like her to be she-hulk oh, so she's having yeah. a hard my time my god yeah i'm my mouth is hanging wide open just wait how... to get married D- <laughs> i'm upset but that does bring up like an interesting point of i mean you know, out of the realm of possibility, obviously. But here's the thing: she it... bones down all the time. It's fine. No, no, no. I'm, oh, okay. I'm agree. I'm saying, like, <laughs> I'm saying, like, is it like you're dating two people almost in a in a well, weird it's like... way? Because she has the same consciousness, but like, they do have different personalities, mm-hmm. and they, they are two extent, yeah. two different. I mean, totally different physical entities. So yeah. Like, yeah. Is it like dating two people? Um, I I think it it is. Um, like I could see how you could uh take it that way for sure yeah but there are people with uh multiple personality syndrome that are married and have successful relationships yeah it's true. so it's not like or bipolar or, or bipolar yeah there's, yeah there's a whole lot of well i i was specifically thinking of a tiktoker who is married to someone with uh mp nps i think that's the abbreviation okay. now or oh, okay. mpd i think it's mpd disorder gotcha. oh, okay. um but she's just talking about their life and stuff and it's fine yeah all right 
But uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's really rough to watch or yeah, not mm-hmm. watch read. Right. So it, it's a whole thing, and it will be continue to be a conflict throughout all of these comics. So mm-hmm. he's attracted to Jen. Yes. And She-Hulk? He's not unattracted to her, but wow. huh, he definitely prefers Jennifer Walters over She-Hulk. Cannot relate. Huh. Never. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a whole thing, and it kind of makes sense. So this is J. Jonah Jameson's son. So like toxic masculinity yes. incarnate? Yes. And Disgusting. his father hates Spider-Man, hates yeah. superheroes in general and stuff like that. So She-Hulk is kind of a... Well, that brings up an interesting thing, because in the first... Uh, issue where she is you know uh hooking up with that model model yeah, yeah. she it, it is as she hulk okay like initially they go to this they meet at this party they they have this radio or news or whatever i don't it doesn't yeah. matter right but saying that oh this this model left with she hulk and and she is in jen walters because during sleep she had transformed back okay and she transforms back into she hulk and like breaks the bed so that he doesn't see her as Jen Walters. So it's oh. just that's huh. an interesting parallel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because she is self-conscious yeah. of Jen Walters. Okay. That's weird. At that point, in uh, Sensational She-Hulk, she goes to sleep as She-Hulk all the time and like wakes up as She-Hulk. So I don't. Oh. Maybe it's a new thing. Maybe like I don't know. I feel like her time in the Avengers and around the Fantastic Four just complicates her life a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just because of that. Yeah, it's yeah, maybe yeah. the start of her emotional trauma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but She-Hulk wants him to be comfortable with either form of her. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he he cracks a bunch of jokes. They go to bed. It yeah, it's the end of that scene. Uh, we do get a storyline that plays into the future for Andy, uh, also known as the Awesome Android, and he's on a secret mission, uh, which is essentially to go to Mallory's apartment, where he rehabs her. Oh. So he's okay. essentially like helping her stretch and get her flexibility back and stuff like that because oh. she's in a wheelchair okay. and eventually she can do the the arm crutches. Oh, right on. yeah. But yeah, essentially Awesome Andy is trying to help her out. Get on him. That's nice. All uh, right. So we finally get to the trial. <laughs> uh, so we're in, ep- we're in issue three. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah this is really it's they're so dense there's so much going on it, in it, yeah, it's yeah. A there's lot. entire comics i'm gonna cut out of this because they're less important but yeah uh so they couldn't id the victim at all they had no dna no one had uh, there was no facial recognition nothing mm-hmm. which is very strange so jennifer walters figures out something weird and calls one of the time cops to the the stand they find out that time cops have their DNA wiped and their facial features and all of their structure rewritten. So when they're doing time copying, they have no way of coming in contact with themselves in any other timeline or affecting the timeline in such a way that it, it could leave evidence. That's so smart. So the mm-hmm. person that that was shot was someone from like like from the time cop like community essentially. Ba, ba, ba. Um. So it's kind of a thing. But Charles is sending information back to himself from the future, giving kind of stock tips and everything like that. So Jennifer uh, gives... Yeah, it's not great. But it establishes motive for the people of a company that he was giving the stock tips to because he he could tank the entire company. And then, like, it was essentially on the whim of how he bought the stocks. So it's establishing motive for them sending a killer after him, even if it's a time killer kind of thing. Mm. So... The call from the future came about 20 days prior to where we are now. So, essentially, it breaks down that uh, Charles 
calls himself, or he gets a call from the future from the victim. So the victim is actually calls in, in advance, says that he was the one that essentially killed Charles, and that it was going to be you know twenty days, essentially admitting that he had killed him. So it, it's a very strange thing, and it was like in his Charles's apartment where this happens, like the the background of it. it it's kind of confusing huh. as to what it happened. I missed it the first time I reread it recently. But uh, right as that happens, a giant robot attacks. Naturally. Uh, the She-Hulk mm-hmm. fights it. Hawkeye sneaks away, becomes Hawkeye, helps Jen out. Uh, and then Jen tries to give Hawkeye a note that she had written, ex- essentially explaining what is going to happen. But the judge file says it's a mistrial because, you know, a giant robot attacked. You're and right. so <laughs> Hawkeye has half uh, has his hand on the note when he disappears back to his time, so he only gets half of the note. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So he only gets half of the note, and Jen is kind of broken up about it. But turns out that Charles, the guy that shot the guy, runs back to his own apartment and uses a DNA scrambler, and then sends a note back, and then like the time cops show up, realizing that. He was essentially Charles shot himself. Oh my god! <laughs> so the time cops—it's really funny. So the time cops actually take him to the point in which he's about to be shot, so he can be shot, so it doesn't create a paradox anymore. Oh my god! Oh, wow! That's so the cops so actually silly. force this guy to get shot, and then he goes to the hospital. He's not dead, so they drop the charges against him because it was attempted suicide. Yeah, okay. Which All I guess right. is not I mean, a crime. Yeah. No. So it's- yeah. It's kind of it's no. a, it's a weird no loophole, idea. but that's how it that... warrants legal action, but it is not a crime. Yeah. Okay. But it, that's more or less what it, it like how that wraps up. But the TVA now knows that Jen Walters tried to change the past. Aww. So now she's in trouble, yeah. and well, uh, the, <laughs> they essentially zap her to go to time prison to go on trial. Here's the thing about Jen Walters slash She-Hulk. She gets zapped into a lot of different places. All the time. Yeah. All the time. She's always going to different like dimensions, different yes, planets. Constantly. Like, and just with zaps. <laughs> it's always with a zap. Yeah, it's always with a zap. So she gets teleported and essentially the time cops are like taking her through the holding cells. And it's really kind of funny because she's like... Like, oh, these people are so bad. And then, like, she sees an Avenger. They don't talk about which Avenger it is for a couple issues. But she sees an Avenger in the things. And she's like, they're great. They're not a thing. And the time cop, like, opens up her wrist. And she's like, the Avengers are the worst time criminals <laughs> of them all. They are, con- she's like, don't get us. Like, she talks about how there was a uh, there was a series where there was a bunch of different Avengers throughout time jumping through time fighting things she's like it was an absolute nightmare there were two hank pims fighting together oh, do you know no. how much paperwork that was like, just <laughs> talks about how the avengers are just garbage when it comes to time travel because they're always breaking all of the time travel rules that's but, so funny yeah so it, it's and it's just a huge mess but anyways Jen requests uh, that she has a lawyer and she requests the best lawyer that her firm has she was kind of expecting like either herself or Mallory, but what she didn't know it was the best lawyer from her firm throughout all of time. Oh, Ooh. so it's actually Southpaw that gets brought in as her lawyer. Oh, oh is that how she disappeared? Fu- yeah, future Southpaw. Or... No, it's future oh, Southpaw. Okay, okay. Uh, like way in the future. But uh, she still has a big hand. She does. Yeah, <laughs> she still has a big hand. It's just—it's so dumb. It's so stupid. <laughs> but the important part about this is—is is she was fighting a bunch of people when she got 
like zapped into the future because they just mm-hmm. kind of pull her out of the timeline. And there was a guy called, I think it was called Clockwork, that was a time guy as well and hacks into the signal of her being transported and goes to the time prison with her and has like essentially like a cloaker device. So he cloaks himself as one of the time cops and he's like, I'm just looking for some good ass tech. Like, that's all I want. You would think they would realize no, they're not no. actually very good cops. No, um, no, they don't sound like it. But apparently they zapped uh, Southpaw in two weeks prior to Jen getting there. So they zapped her in prior to Jen even requesting her. So there's some weird time continuum oh, things. okay. But uh, she walks into the courtroom. The courtroom is filled with all of Jennifer's old friends. So you got mm-hmm. like Zapper's there. Her dad is there. Aww. The Fantastic Four with the white collars are there. Oh, all right. uh, a ton of the Avengers, Spidey, Hawkeye. I mean, the list is huge. Pretty mm-hmm. much everyone she's ever right. come in contact and with. And Richard Rory. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, he's in a later comic. He's Damn not it. in this, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he comes in later. Uh, that's after uh, we have uh, contact with uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, The duck okay. version of Doctor Strange. Oh. Doctor Strange? Yeah, Doctor Strange. Beautiful. You gotta right? have him. I hate comics. <laughs> 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 They're so dumb. Uh, so... She sees all these people, and she sees specifically uh, Jan, uh, the Wasp, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. and Wanda, uh, Scarlet Witch, and immediately tries to change the timeline again. So she, Jennifer, <laughs> oh my gosh. So she runs up, and I actually have a quote here, and she's like, "So uh, well, I actually didn't write down the quote, but." So essentially what she says is Clint sleeps with Jan, which causes Jan to drink a bunch of margaritas because she slept with Hawkeye. So Jan then, drunk on margaritas, goes and talks to Wanda, says some sort of comment that Wanda doesn't like. Wanda gets pissed off and just starts killing people, which I believe starts the House of M. Oh, uh, okay. well, that it starts the um, uh, disassembled. Oh, is it the disassembled? Yeah, it's okay. the disassembled. Okay. Um, that, the comment that wasp makes is about like oh man i really gotta go take some like plan b or something i can't have a super kid super kids shouldn't be allowed in the first place and and then she's like yeah and you just like she's drunk so she's like and you had two of them and she and wanda's like what i had children and then she remembers partially and she doesn't know where her children are so she goes to meet agatha harkness and uh that's kind of what starts the whole um, you know, chaos, reality, ah. magic breakdown because she's having a mental breakdown. Gotcha. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Oh, this is really. Yeah. But so that makes that makes sense. But yeah, she, from disassembled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she immediately goes and tries to warn them. And mind you, these are all people from like way in the past. So these yeah. are like 1980s Avengers. Yeah. Okay. So they're old Avengers. So this is years and years before this happens. Right. But the line that I uh, that I quote is. Got that? No sex, no booze, and looks at Wanda. See a shrink. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, comics are good again, and yeah. I like them. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> that's good. I dig that. But essentially, the time cops want to just delete Jennifer Walters from and She Hulk from all of existence, as though she just never existed. So all oh, of the wow. previous comics, she was just gone. And essentially, they break down is that Jennifer Walters could and She-Hulk could have been replaced by literally any strong person, which is kind of what it's we said. It's pretty true. But but they do. I mean, like, so last time when with the Fantastic Four, they basically took out the thing and decided like She-Hulk, mm-hmm. like, oh, you fit this nice category. It's kind of like you're playing like a game. Yeah. You know, almost mm-hmm. where it's like you have like blaster characters, 
uh, strong character, healer, right, and smaller than smart person. Like, right, you need a small person, you need a big person, you need a strong person, you need smart person. Yep, (laughs) and somebody better have those energy attacks, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so essentially that's what they're saying. Like the time people are just like, we could replace her with any strong woman. There's so many of them. There's so many strong men. There's there's just you know yeah. So there's actually a pretty cool spread where it's essentially like iconic moments of She-Hulk throughout history, and then they just replace her. Oh, oh no, wow. that's upsetting. And it's a side by side, so it, like you see yeah. you see She-Hulk doing it, and then you see another superhero doing the exact same thing. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. But uh, they start calling witnesses to essentially explain that She-Hulk is unique. That's essentially the defense, is that removing She-Hulk from the timeline would damage the timeline in ways that they don't quite understand. It's not like not just the feats, but like the mm-hmm. interpersonal stuff would fundamentally change some of the people that she's come in contact with. Mm-hmm. Me, and it's me... actually super duper sweet. I, if, if nothing else, I would read this because you get a lot of Jennifer backstory. You meet a lot of the people in her past mm-hmm. and you see how much like people really do love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. She's always really lovable. Like, I like her character a lot because yeah. she's just likable. I didn't put a note in here. Is the prosecutor says she's just redundant. Rude. <laughs> Rude. Rude as hell. Um, and Jennifer Walter's like, oh, that's super great for my self-esteem. Right? <laughs> she like, puts her hands down in her head. She's like, oh, damn. Like, yeah. that's not great. Uh, but tons and tons of people uh, testify on her behalf. Like, there's a montage of just, like, different testimonies yeah. and stuff like that. I didn't want to go through all of them. But they're, they're really sweet. And... So the one that really like stuck with me the most and the one I wanted to point out was the Incredible Hulk. So he talks about how when he gave her the tra- blood transfusion, it wasn't just to save, you know, someone that he loves. Right. It was he created a superhero. And that is one of like on his bad days, that is one of the few things that he feels made his life worth worthwhile. Aww, oh wow. Bruce. Yeah. Uh, no, this is actually the Incredible oh, Hulk. Hulk, Hulk oh. says this. Oh, wow. That's yes. so sweet. And he's like, and if you get rid of her, I will be angry. And he, yeah. and he crushes <laughs> the podium and just walks away. And he's like, and as he's leaving the room, he's like, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. He just like oh. leaves the timeline. <laughs> that is a very good reason to just have her yeah. around. Like, she keeps him chill. So. Right. <laughs> that's oh that's really sweet though uh the prosecutor sees that like you know the emotional part of people is kind of getting the better of a lot of people so she zaps jennifer to the future to essentially a point in time because jennifer did something that's already happened essentially a bunch of the watchers get murdered and like the timeline just goes all to shit okay um and essentially the she sees future her and essentially the future hers like i wish i had never been born oh whoa so jennifer agrees that she should be deleted oh that essentially to save all of these people and to save the timeline it's better that she wasn't there so they zap her back southpaw's like hey it's a really bad time in your life when this happens but you do get through it and Right, it, so they they get they have like a zapper gun and they get that ready and the guy that hacked in with her before is actually the guy on the gun and he just starts spray pa- spraying and praying into the crowd of superheroes trying to delete them from existence. Oh wow! So he actually gets two of them, which is really funny because they just randomly name two people in the future and they're like, "Who is that?" <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny because they're not like superheroes that have ever happened, but right. because of this event, they never occurred in the timeline. So it's actually a really clever little way. But essentially, yeah. the time cops are able to put. All all of the superheroes out of sync with the current thing so the guy's gun doesn't work oh okay uh so they are about they the guy starts killing all the time cops 
And Jennifer Walters goes in front of the one of the time cops, essentially saving them. Mm-hmm. And like she's like, he won't shoot me. And the guy's like, why not? And he's like, she's like, because if you shoot me, I never existed, which means you never had the chance to be here in the first place. So all of the tech you've stolen, you don't have anymore, which means that all of the stuff that you have now no longer exists. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait, that doesn't. No. Yeah, that. No. And then she just kicks him in the face. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. But uh, I hate time travel. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yes. it's, it's real rough. Yes. But uh, it's the least fun logic puzzle. Yeah. So she's still guilty, but they agree that she is unique. So yeah. they still need to punish her in some way. And they put the hacker guy into prison so they don't have room for like another person in the mm-hmm. time prison, which I feel kind of weird about, but sure, whatever. So <laughs> that means that they are essentially going to give Jennifer Walters a person to keep watch over so they have more room in the time prison for the hacker guy. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. So they essentially allow her to choose who she's going to watch over. It, it's a flat hole for sure. But no. Yeah. But <laughs> so she's like, I choose the Avenger. And we find out that's the two, two gun kid. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the guy that we saw in Hell with Mephisto. So Two yep. Gun Kid gets his head blown off at some point because we see him in Hell. Oh, no. In, Jennifer. Uh, in the uh, Hawkeye, or yeah, in the Falcon comic that yeah. we read. Yep. Yeah. She, she needs to do a better job. I'm so, sure he went to Hell on purpose. Yeah. 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 So um, I'm going to breeze by all the stuff that happened in Bone because we, we already kind of talked about all of that. Right. But Matt Hawk, the Two Gun Kid, comes back and proves himself pretty instantly by saving Mallory. Very much to the sadness to Andy, because at this point we've established that Andy, the android, uh, is in love with Mallory. Oh. Uh, wow, yeah. that... Didn't see that coming. Yeah, so he, like, essentially he's helping her out, and she's like super thankful, and they're getting super close, and like, like she talks to him all the time at work, and it's just, she's yeah. essentially just being nice to him, even though she's kind of a bitch to everyone, but she's being nice to Andy, because Andy's helping her out, so Andy kind of falls in love with her, and then Two Gun shows up, and... She's like instantly smitten with Two Gun, so Andy's like, "Oh, sad face." So like a bunch of a lot of it is like a heartbroken on his little chalkboard, oh like sad That's faces, so stuff like upsetting. that. Yeah, I I think one of the saddest things I in the the run that I had was awesome Andy, where they ask him to record a, a baseball game, and his roommate Ditto records the wrong one. <gasps> oh. I don't know why that was so sad, but like I just put myself in the situation of like if I wanted to watch, you know. Since we're in Wisconsin, the Brewers, <laughs> and somebody recorded the Cubs, I'd be like, no. <laughs> um, but uh, so Matt doesn't have a place to live. So they uh, room him up with Andy. And Andy can't really pr- protest because he doesn't speak or anything like that. And Two Gun mm-hmm. doesn't seem to really understand that Andy doesn't speak. So the one guy that Andy's love really really likes is now his roommate so oh boy. <laughs> it's a lot of like andy kind of pouting in the corner oh. when when two guns trying to be nice I mean, that's fair yeah and i get it yeah. like but matt is also uh matt hawk is a lawyer in his past life as well so he wants to be a lawyer in this life and doesn't understand what current law is at all so <laughs> it, he starts studying to be a, uh, a lawyer and stuff like that and they take away his guns as well until he can get a permit Oh, sure. But since Mallory likes him so much and is a lawyer, gets him a permit right away. So then Two Gun uh, is like kind of in love with her and doesn't really want to be a lawyer anymore. So he just wants to be a cowboy. Girl. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. But that will now lead us into the uh, Star Fox slash Eros saga, which is the next big chunk of the comics. So Eros shows up in Sensational She Hulk. She makes Machismo fall in love 
or uh, Eros makes Machismo fall in love with She-Hulk. Oh, okay. So okay. I don't know if this is actually Cupid slash Eros, but so yeah. Eros actually was in my my Avengers comics in the first recap as well. Oh, so th- this huh. is Thanos's brother. No, no, actual literal god Eros. Oh, different yeah. same same name I guess. Same name. I, okay. Uh, is he from Titan? No. Uh, is that the moon of? No. I don't know okay. who no. he is, but Thanos from He's it. he's literally from Olympus. Oh, no, oh. Th- this is this is a different Eros then. Okay. Uh so the, yeah, this is this is Star Fox. Uh he has a red and white uniform with a star on his chest. Mm-hmm. But Okay. Uh but he also has love powers. Ooh. But he also oh. can like fly and punch strong. He he's Thanos's brother. So uh, it's a long story, but it's very interesting and brings in a lot of consent issues. But Eros ha- kind of has euphoria powers and like kind of makes people love and fall in love with each other. And it comes up that essentially some he sleeps around a lot, and a few of the people that he slept with kind of get the impression that maybe it wasn't the them that decided that they loved him. Ooh. That he might have influenced influenced them against their consent to sleep with him. That's fair. Yeah, gross. which is it. It's yeah, it's very gross. Yeah. But Jen takes the case that because she knows Eros, they were they've been longtime friends. They've actually slept together in the past too. That happened in the original run of the Avengers that they're in together. Oh, okay. Doesn't seem like conflict of interest at all. I, I mean, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, since Jen takes the case, she's super stressed out. There's a lot going on. So Pug does a bunch of nice stuff for her, like gets her favorite ice cream and mm-hmm. g- grabs her favorite movie, and they watch it together, and it's a really nice moment. And then. Uh, John Jameson shows back up and just ruins the moment, which I mean makes sense. The they're they're dating. I hate that man. But uh, he's not great. No, he's not great. So then we cut back to Andy going to help Mallory, and the two gun kid decides to follow, and then finds out that Andy has been helping Mallory in rehab. Um, this was after Two Gun got a, a message from Hawkeye letting him know that, like, because essentially Hawkeye gets a note from Jennifer, so he makes a bunch of, like, goodbye notes to everyone. Aww. And the only one that we see is the one to Two Gun, and he gives Two Gun essentially the code to his uh, locker, and there's a flying motorcycle that's kind of like a horse, so Two Gun feels more comfortable riding that than a car <laughs> or anything like that. It's kind of dumb. But. It's uh, dumb, but it's fun. Right. Mm-hmm. But Two Gun uh, follows Andy and sees the rehab. Mallory says that Andy means nothing to her <gasps> in front of Andy. Oh. Because she's trying, like, because Two Gun's like, hey, is there, you know, something between you guys? Right. Are you open? And she's like, literally in front of Andy, she's like, and- Andy means nothing to me. Just word for word. And I was like, whoo. And literally, it, like, cuts to Andy, and he just has, like, a broken heart on his, like, chalkboard. And just, like, yeah, it's, you feel, you feel really bad for Andy throughout this. He's just a brick. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We cut back to John and Jen, and there's still friction, like, and you definitely get the impression that She-Hulk wants to break up with John, because Mm -hmm. he's still pushing for her to be Jennifer, Mm. and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. We cut to Zix uh, talking to Eros' dad, the mentor, uh, who is the leader of Titan and also Thanos' dad. And they don't like that Eros is on trial in, on like in on Earth. So they want to bring Eros back, but they're like, no, he has a strand trial. And essentially Zix convinces him to allow the trial to go forth, though they're not pleased about it. Uh, Eros comes out of the elevator and sees Awesome Andy, which he only knows 
as the awesome android who is a villain through a lot of Avengers history. Right. So Eros just goes up and just starts beating the shit out of Andy. Oh, Andy, no. Wow. So then Mallory's like, no, no, like, Andy's been reformed. And then Eros turns around and Grizzly is there. So, like, Eros goes to just beat the shit out of Grizzly because he's like, there's just super villains everywhere. Right. What is happening? God. And just wants, like, he doesn't understand what's happening. So he just right. wants to beat the shit out of all these people. So um, John and She-Hulk restrain Eros and essentially get him to calm down. Good call. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, John and She-Hulk slash Jennifer seem to be doing much better. Like they seem to be super lovey dovey. Their their relationships never been stronger. Mm. Yeah, suspicious. It's very strange. And then you also see Mallory goes to help Andy after getting the shit beat out of him. She like goes up to like help pick him up and stuff like that. And Mallory then is like, "Hey, like, are you all right?" And he's like, "No." And he was being kind of pouty before. She's like, "Do you have feelings for me?" And he's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "That's okay, because I have feelings for you too." What you cold bitch? Stop! Don't hurt this android <laughs> oh, anymore. Come on. Yeah, it, it's it's. Come on. The storyline's a little bit more messed up than the sto- <laughs> the uh, the comic leans into. It could be way darker mm-hmm. uh, than the, what they go with, but it, it's still pretty dark. How selfish. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Jen is uh, bad in court because all she can think about is John and how much she's in love with him. And she's like drawing like <laughs> pictures of him on her note, like legal notepad <laughs> and all this other stuff. Uh, oh but all of the witnesses claim that Eros that like did claim that Eros was bad and like did like testimony prior before they got into court are now like gushing in love with Eros. No, uh, Eros. And talking about how great he is Eros. and how he's such a gentleman. Oh boy. No. And all this stuff. So, uh, <laughs> you ain't slick. Like, and this is including a Hydra agent. They do oh. a flashback where essentially Captain America, Eros, and a couple other people like were in- infiltrating Hydra and like Eros, like, uses his powers on this hydra agent to turn his life around so he goes like goes to prison but he's like in love with Eros and like w- was talking about getting conjugal visits with him to <laughs> the the hydra oh, agent's boy. wife like his wife comes to visit and she's like you think you can set up a conjugal visit with me and star fox like oh my god yeah it's it's a whole thing it's it's yeah the Hydra agent turned his whole life around but is in love with Eros or so he says which is actually <laughs> a plot point later as well um, since they're afraid that Eris is influencing people, they actually remove him and then pretty much everyone's chill. <laughs> so, oh, okay. but they continue, they, the, Jen tries to call a bunch of character witnesses, like, um, uh, just a bunch of previous Avengers. They, there's a whole plant panel of them and pretty much them are like, no, I don't think that's a good idea for me to show up in court or like my publicist says I should not be involved with this case. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the only person that says yes is, uh, is, um, Jan. Oh, okay. The Wasp. Oh, yeah. She's pretty much the only one that agrees to do it. She doesn't show up. Uh, they ask Hank Pym at one point, and he's like, I don't think you want me there. No, <laughs> that's no, terrible. That's yeah. not such a good call. He, t- like, from just the minimal background that these comics give me about Hank Pym, it's like, you don't want this man as a character witness no. at all. Uh, but uh, at one point, Jennifer starts to question whether the time she slept with Eros was actually under her own free will because one of the witnesses says the exact same line that she said to Eros. Hmm. So, like, she she starts to freak out and actually goes and whoops the shit out of Eros. And, like, the, obviously the, the lawyer <laughs> attacking her own client is not a great look. Uh, so the mentor actually zaps Eros back to Titan. That's probably and smart. And the, the, the trial never goes through. 
I should have started there. So I'm going to skip Civil War because I think we should read most of that. There's some important stuff that happens in there. It's a very interesting storyline, and yeah. there's a lot of interesting things that have a fallout that lead directly into this. But made, the major ones are essentially the Registration Act that mm-hmm. Civil War puts into place. Jennifer does agree with Cap or with um, Iron Man mm. about essentially the you got to hold the heroes accountable yeah. for what they do. The law side is stuff. right. Yeah, there, there's a whole thing about like some young kids that are uh, uh, trying to play superhero and they blow up a, a college campus and kill a bunch of people is what kind of sparks the whole thing. So oh uh oh maybe I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. Yeah, we absolutely should read that one though. Yeah, we mm-hmm. should. It, it's that. a it's a good storyline. I, from I did what I start reading um, Civil War at one point, and um, but I it might have been. Then, well, I think it was Iron Man because the school blew up, but it wasn't. It was like a high school. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. So. Okay, but uh, the main thing that happens at the end of the Civil War tie-in is Jen and John get engaged. Gross. Okay. Uh, so Pug thinks Jen is acting weird, which she she is. He looks for proof, and and then he finds out that Eros did lo- use his powers on her uh, to make her like John. Uh, after the Civil War tie-in, Spider-Man unmasks himself, and uh, J. Jonah Jameson freaks the fuck out, like hardcore, because he finds out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, which you had that lawsuit before, mm-hmm. which was a whole issue, and... He's just talking about suing Spider-Man over and over and over again the whole time. And, mm-hmm. like, essentially, uh, Spider-Man's been given, like, clemency because of all the good he's done. Essentially, right. any, like, just can't be charged since he's willing to unmask himself. Mm-hmm. It's a big step. But then, uh, like, in the very next page, he finds out that John and She-Hulk eloped to Vegas and got married by Ew. Elvis. Wow. Yeah, the, uh, they stole a jet, actually, an experimental jet. It's not super important to the story, but uh, John James or... Yeah, John Jameson is a, a test pilot for, I think it's S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Uh, so he steals an experimental jet. That escalated quickly. <clears throat> Don't like it. They're not going to stay married. Weird. It's my call right now. <laughs> uh, but it's really funny because there's an entire page of just everyone doing spit takes. <laughs> there's just like every single person is just doing a spit take and it's hilarious. Um, I, I will post that one because I, I loved it. Uh, She-Hulk and John go to meet John's father and uh, family. It's a super awkward dinner. There's like almost two full pages of them eating dinner with no words on the page. Because <laughs> like uh, they ask how um, John's parents met, and apparently uh, Jonah hired his now wife to make a robot to kill Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know that storyline, but that's hilarious to me. That is I'm not sure about very that funny. But the dinner's super awkward and there's some arguing and Jonah runs upstairs and he gets one of those spider bots and attacks oh. <laughs> trying to kill She-Hulk and She-Hulk whoops the shit out of him, goes up to the attic and essentially they talk it out, which is kind of weird. They talk it out, but then as, as they're getting to talk, she-Hulk promises that uh, she will help Jonah sue Spider-Man. No, <laughs> and that and, and Jonah loves her. Like they Jennifer, are, no, they are best friends now. Like he's Ugh. so like, oh, you are the best daughter-in-law I could hope for. Was, <laughs> oh because because they're like, oh, well, she doesn't like Spider-Man doesn't really have that much money. But Jennifer's like, but what about that Iron Spider suit? Like that's gotta be worth something. No, Jennifer, <laughs> stop it. Nothing really happens with this particular storyline. Oh, I just thought good. it was interesting. Yeah, okay. it is. I was going to say, like, 
don't placate this piece of shit. <laughs> they <laughs> right. teamed up so many times. Right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jen and John, uh, the, the superhero li- licensing keeps going on. John and Jen are helping out with that. Mm-hmm. And... I kind of talked about it before about like people having the right to face the superheroes that have wronged them. So that that's kind of a, a small plot point as well. Mm-hmm. But John and Jen are kind of honeymooning in the apartment when a bunch of males comes in. It's actually Alistair Smythe. I don't actually know how to say a, that. A bunch of males. Male, like uh, like uh, congratulation gifts from their oh, their like oh, from their wedding. I see. So it's I a see. ton of male. Yeah. Gotcha. But uh, it's actually a like a spider that bites. Um, John, oh. and he turns into Manwolf, which is apparently a thing that he is in the other comics. It's like a essentially a white werewolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a whole Star thing. God. Uh, it is Star God. Yes. How does he get back in time and inside her pearl necklace? Because he's in her origin story. <laughs> yeah. He. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's weird. Yeah, Star I, I, I skipped over that one because I didn't think it would be important. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would have done the same. Yeah, that's wow. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it comes. It, it's 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 a long game for sure. But uh, Pug uh, goes and finds a magic potion to kind of break the spell over Jennifer, and uh, he's secretly hoping to make her fall in love with him. Hmm. And he time. has a yeah he has a bunch of like evidence of like she's actually been influenced and all this other stuff. But Jennifer calls him like, "Hey, come back, help me out." You know, John's been bitten, and he's like trying to explain all the evidence. She's like, "He's sick, right there." What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually, uh, John transforms in and bites Pug, and it, it, there's a whole fight. Uh, but Stu figures out who Zix is. Stu's the comic book guy. He's not super important, but he does get zapped to a whole nother dimension. Hmm. There's a whole lot of hijinks that happen with Ditto now because then Ditto's taking over the place of Stu, but he's not as smart as Stu. So, like, mm-hmm. it, there's a whole lot of weird... It's not super important. That's, like, almost, like, half of an entire comic so, that I just got So, out. Ditto's alive. Ditto... Ditto is alive, okay. yes. Yeah. How... How? He's very malleable. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't have a good... No, that's cool. I don't have a good answer. Yeah, I don't either. That's cool. But uh, two guns. Here's the fight happening between the Wolfman and Jennifer, and Pug is kind of dying. So two guns starts hunting down the wolf because he's hunted down werewolves in the past. Naturally. Uh, so he call- keeps calling him a Wolfman, and man, and Jennifer's like, "No, he's a man wolf." And like, <laughs> they keep going back and forth on it. But eventually, two gun, uh, which he had mentioned how he has one special thing left over. It's actually a silver bullet, and shoots John oh, with wow. a silver bullet, and he more or less dies. Nice. Uh, but not really, because while he's laying on the thing, he transforms into Star Guard, which heals him. So he's, now he's a fox with a suit of armor and a sword. He's still a wolf. He's, he's still, still a, a white wolf. wolf. But he still has. But he has John's memories and personality and stuff like that. But he's much more arrogant. He's essentially the She-Hulk version of John, where like all of his emotions are just uh, amplified. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's significantly more powerful uh, to the point where like Thanos actually sees him as a threat. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So he's a very powerful. In this part. Pug is in the hospital. Mallory sees all the information that Pug was trying to give Jennifer about, like, essentially Eros influencing her, and sees when Eros punches Andy that all of a sudden she falls in love with Andy. So <gasps> Andy can absorb powers. So Andy unknowingly absorbed Eros's powers because he went unconscious. That and is- when Mallory went to go help him, influenced her. Oh, okay, okay. So it was unconscious and like yeah, they're having so. a moment where she's like starting to freak out about it. And he's like, I, 
I, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. I right. will turn off all of my powers just to prove it. Turns off all of his powers. It, he was, in fact, influencing her. Oh. So they break off. Oh, Andy. Andy's very sad about oh. it. Um, and I, I, I'll skip his entire comic, but there's an entire comic essentially devoted to him and essentially him leaving. Oh, and uh, there, there's actually a fundamental thing that happens in his past that actually became one of his powers that made him good. So now that he turned off all of his powers and essentially did a self wipe of all of his powers, he is no longer good. Oh, oh. but it, it doesn't come up again in the comic, really. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's 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 very sad. It's a very yeah. it's it's a tragic line, and it yeah, yeah that's too bad. They uh, Star God and She Hulk talk for a little while, and essentially She Hulk wants. Star God to switch back into John, mm-hmm. and Star God's like, I won't change back into John unless you turn back into Jen. <laughs> Damn. And essentially, it's a point of contention. And like, She Hulk, I don't think knew that he could be Star God, or they thought he had lost the Star God power altogether. Sure. So like, he's like, How is it any different that you want me to be John, but you don't like that I want you to be Jen? And I was like, eh, it's, it, That's different, but sure. Yeah, I. It's kind of. <laughs> it's a little different. Like he met her as She-Hulk. Right. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. It's it, for me. It's not equivalent. No, it, it's similar, but it's not equivalent. No. He makes some good points, but yeah, yeah. It, he has changed as a person, and they should break up. So, right. <laughs> uh, so we cut to Eros. He's back on trial. So this is kind of still part of the Eros trial part. It's it's very convoluted. But he's back mm-hmm. on Triton. The manist- uh, man manistrally I can never say that word. Let me see. Yeah. It's essentially they're, they're, spa- I, they're space judges. It's yeah. all it's magistrate. It. They're the ones who recruit uh, She Hulk in in the comics I read to yeah. fight the champion. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, they say that since he's on trial and what happened happened on Earth, that someone from Earth should be there, and they choose She Hulk, <laughs> uh, which seems like a conflict, but whatever. Uh, so as She-Hulk and Stargot are talking, uh, Z9 shows up, which is the court reporter for Titan, um, which we find out Z9 later on is actually Zix. Whoa. Yeah, it, it honestly doesn't matter. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> but he takes She-Hulk to Eros' trial. Uh, apparently they have mind reading power. So if two people share a memory, it's a true memory then. So huh. essentially like it, it's a character witness thing where yeah. essentially they have they link their minds. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dumb. I honestly thought it was kind of stupid. Would... It doesn't really prove anything. Well, I mean it would be helpful unless there was, you know, telepathic mind wipey things, yeah. which yeah. is a it's a Marvel comic so it yeah. could be, but whatever. Right. Uh weird of you to foreshadow like that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look um, at me knowing media. Yeah. <laughs> uh so She-Hulk is only supposed to be an observer, but she's like, "Hey, I have memories with this guy. I can be a character witness. Right. So, like, by the logic, if they have shared memories, it must be true. So it has to be impartial, mm. which I, I disagree with, but sure. Uh, so th- they let her do her thing. And they find she finds out that the, f- for the time they slept together, she was not influenced. But he did influence Jen to fall in love with John, mm. which she's also pissed about. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it's a whole thing. But... Uh, as she's like getting fat, mad at uh, Eros, Thanos shows up, of course. like the Thanos to be a character witness for Eros. Gross. Uh, so they do a mind link, and more or less what happens is Thanos shares a memory of when he was a kid that Eros used his powers on him, and essentially altered Thanos in such a way that Thanos's motives for the rest of his lives are Eros's fault. 
Whoa. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So essentially, like it more like a more or less like not all things need to be alive, but like it's better for us to save as many as we can, and you know if some yeah. things must die for others to live, you know, and like yeah, yeah. It's it's a whole it's a whole thing. Jen doesn't really well. She Hulk doesn't really believe that that's true so she's like link me up with thanos oh my god <laughs> so she goes into thanos's mind and thanos is definitely hiding something in there right and uh, essentially we go through a bunch of thanos's backstory that jennifer was there for like when he had the infinity gauntlet and all this other stuff so anyways they fight and then star god shows up and starts fighting thanos while jen is inside her mind and Thanos actually sees Star God as a mu- enough of a enough of a threat eventually that Thanos actually withdraws and s- puts his full attention on Star God, so then oh. Jennifer Walters can break down the mental barrier that was hiding the secret. Mm. And essentially, there, Thanos has a device that can wipe people's memories and implant whatever he wants. Mm. So he make Thanos makes a clone of himself with completely rela- re- uh, like altered memories because Thanos doesn't want to alter his own memories. Because mm, sure. he's too powerful to have his mind messed with, right? Sure. Uh, and then he brings Eros in and alters his memory, so they line up, and the person that telepathically linked them sees it. So, oh, okay, it's very long and convoluted, yeah. but yeah, it comes up multiple times. And if you're going to read the story arc, it's important. Okay, but fair. Um, Star God is the god of his own world in the origin story for She Hulk, and um he he's like incredibly powerful oh yeah yeah very very powerful like he's basically a literal god damn yeah which is hilarious because he's wearing crazy colorful outfit with a big gem on it and he's a wolf yep <laughs> like yeah. he has a he's got yeah. a dude bod a sword and he's a wolf yeah that that's yeah and uh, that's when he has like bright green scale armor on oh sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's ridiculous looking it's so funny yeah it's it's quite humorous but um so that the she says that she doesn't love star god and they break up so that's a star god okay. goes on an adventure with a dragon it's yep. it's a thing yeah. sounds about right yep but so she hulk comes back and pretty much everyone's leaving the firm mallory having had some like her issues and andy's left and two gun doesn't feel right there anymore oh. so like there's a whole lot of stuff that goes down but uh, She-Hulk decides to also leave uh, since she joined the, the superhero registration thing. Yeah. She gets drafted by S.H.I.E.L.D. Essentially, they can just, like, call her up. Oh. So, so for the next, like, th- stuff? yeah. So for, like, the next three or four issues, it's actually She-Hulk and S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. That's um, And it, the, the saga is called A World Without Hulk. So Hulk has actually been yeeted into space by Iron Man, Doctor Strange, uh, uh, uh black panther and reed richards okay mm-hmm. so they no longer have a hulk to fight hulk level threats so they bring jennifer in right yeah yeah kind of like going back to that strong person for a strong person kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. so she's not, in this section she doesn't really do any lawyer stuff like the first mm. 15 issues is all yeah. super yeah. heavy lawyer stuff this one is her fighting stuff now they send She-Hulk out on the threats, and she uses a lot more smarts than she does just brute strength. So, essentially, she finds ways around, like, mm-hmm. she find, fights the abomination. She finds, like, weak weaknesses that Hulk wouldn't have found where they go just toe-to-toe the whole time. She uses more logic and stuff like that to figure out ways to do it. So, kind of lawyers it, but yeah. in a different way. But uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. keeps uh, capturing all of these 
Hulk level threats that she takes down, and they're keeping them on the helicarrier. But like, why have them all in the <sighs> one spot? It actually, actually, it works out. <laughs> oh, okay, wow. okay. Do they just eat them all into the sun? That or? would be the smart thing to do, but no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, we also find out about LMDs. They're not super important, but I kind of found them creepy. But they're life, uh, life model decoys, which are essentially just real sexy androids. Ah, oh, yeah. They're just they're human, oh. and they're just they're just the sexiest androids. Yes. Uh, there's one I believe is called Cheesecake. It's Agent Cheesecake, and she's an android. She oh. she, she has like super low cut everything and just whoops yes. people's asses. It's, uh, does she have cake? No, Ooh. she doesn't. She doesn't have a big butt. No, she's well. She, she it's more of a bubble butt. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Some Blade Runner twenty. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah, this is um, <laughs> it's Blade Runner. It's um um Ghosts in the Shell. It's uh it's everything. Yeah, yeah. So uh. Eventually, she goes to uh, fight the Wendigo. Wendigo? Wendigo. There we go. Why can I not say that today? Wendigo. (laughs) Uh, And Wolverine is also there. So we actually get a little bit of Wolverine. And and they have some really fun banter back and forth between the two of them. Uh, I don't know how much they've interacted in the past, but I enjoyed it quite a bit. But eventually, they get their asses kicked. And uh, Wolverine's like, "Uh, you ever done the fastball special? It's like I've heard about it. <laughs> so he, they have Wolverine like in a small ball, like up on the top of her hand. She's like, you "Usually have a guy do this, don't you?" He's like, "Yeah, why?" She's like, "You got a real tight bum. You must work out." Like, just, just throws him through the heart, oh, and like they, there's just a hole with Wolverine like holding the heart on his claws. Yeah, it's great. So they do the fastball special. We have a fun time. We find out about Project Achilles is the name of the project and why they keep holding on to all of these Hulk-level threats. Okay. Uh, they get Zax, which is essentially a giant electrical uh, being that Hulk fights a couple of times. And they bring that onto the helicarrier. But since he's an electrical being, he actually takes over the helicarrier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bad things happen. Uh, Jennifer was sleeping with Iron Man when all hell breaks loose. But uh, with Zax taking over the helicarrier and all the stuff with Iron Man, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff, there's a bunch of Fury, uh, Nick Fury robots, androids that attack. And Jen Walters gets one of their heads and he says a line about something about like, oh, we sent him into space. <laughs> or like, we sent, I thought we sent you into space because it's looking at She-Hulk. Right. So she steals the head and goes and figures out what's going on. Uh, so now that Jen has all of this information from the android head... She goes back to the helicarrier and whoops the shit out of Iron Man. Just, like, beats the crap out of him the entire time. Like, at one point, he's like, oh, you know, I I beat you once, which comes up and I believe, disassembled. He, like, punches her in the back of the head or something like that. And, like, knocks her out at one point. So he tries to do the same thing, but she sidesteps, grab him by the leg, and just, like, boomerangs him. So you just see, like, a a panel of him just, like, (laughs) spinning and be, like, super sick. I Uh, love that. But they fight. But eventually, Iron Man gets close to her and then has does a pinprick on her with his finger and you're like what he had an adamantium needle on his armor that is filled with the project achilles like nanobots which permanently removes her powers <gasps> what? Wow. yeah so uh she hulk being rightfully pissed off is like you took away my right to be a superhero like you re- wow. you force the government forcefully removed like something from me without the right to do so i'm gonna sue the fuck out of iron man yeah (laughs) so i mean if there's a person to sue it's iron man it's iron yeah yeah Yeah. and this is the second time she's tried to sue him or is going to sue him. yeah yeah so they had that suit in uh the first yeah their origin anyway yeah so i mallory and two gunner a thing now mallory is now representing mastermind which was a thing earlier on where they captured him uh mallory's being a real bitch (laughs) 
and summons <laughs> just a, uh, Jen to ch- testify on behalf of Mastermind as kind of a subpoena because she's also a gamma irradiated person. Wait, did Ditto, did Ditto serve her? Uh, no, Mallory serves her in, serves her in oh. person. Oh, okay. At least she's I got did, some balls. Yeah. yeah. I did enjoy that part of the comics where like every time it was... Oh, you know, be one of their friends, and then it would just turn out to be Ditto serving somebody. <laughs> it was That's incredible. A great, yeah, what a, a great good job, right? A really good use for him. Uh, but essentially, the whole case boils down to is that um, the Gamma people have altered states while they're big and green, and therefore not responsible for their actions while they're irradiated, more or less, while they're oh. in their green forms. Okay. So that Mastermind is not actually responsible for the things that he did while Master as Mastermind. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, no. That's no. not really how that works. Seems like a stretch. Yeah. Especially because Jennifer's fully aware of her actions. Exactly. And, and that's kind un- of... Un- unless it's a specific in- instance of, like, rage. Which right. they don't seem to they, know about. No. Yeah. So, yeah. But they go through a lot of uh, Jen's backstory at this point. You actually see a bunch of old panels of, like, from previous comics, like, super old school stuff from oh, her cool. origin story and stuff like that, of, like, how she, like, was, no, not quite herself more in an enhanced version, and how she's more promiscuous as Jen- or as She-Hulk, where Jennifer Walters has only slept with three people total, mm-hmm. while the list of, uh, that She-Hulk has slept with is, like, literally, like, thousands yay oh wow yeah no it's it's they they go through and like list off a bunch of real bunch of things there's also a uh a side plot about how people thought she slept with um the juggernaut and she's like i did not sleep with the juggernaut like pissed that people keep thinking that she slept with the juggernaut which actually comes up in a second here yeah so pug comes back but now he has a goatee and i think it's a different artist drawing him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he has a goatee uh, but he's a significantly better friend since he's actually being a friend and not like you know a love interest right um not super important but i like i said before Stu got su- sent to uh duck world uh it doesn't really matter but it's funny Stu meets up with the man thing and richard rory so that's fun uh zix finally shows that he's z9 before he tells everyone a long story about the watchers and a judgment that she hulk had given for the recluses I don't know if that came up in yours, but she she did she did a, yeah she did a thing where essentially it was an alien race that no one had ever found before, and the Watchers are oh yeah because he she yeah so she she has one of the Watchers muted because yes. they found this, and that's originally why the Watcher helps the ch- the champion okay in that part. Oh. I didn't think it was again. Not to keep yeah, saying no. that, but yeah. I didn't think it was crazy, you know, it, yeah. it, something obscure. But. It's, so, essentially, that's why Z9 has been here the entire time is okay. because of that, because they want to keep an eye on every time she comes in contact with the Watchers. Oh. So, they want to know all of the times that Z9 didn't have them being monitored, because he's been essentially keeping an eye on her the whole time. Makes sense. Uh, but they want the information now, so they lock them in a room, and Z9 has a bomb in his chest, and then, like, Mallory, oh, uh, Pug... Uh, John Jameson, is, who's now back as mm-hmm. well, he just kind of shows back up, not as Star God. It's a whole thing. Essentially, they go through like a bunch of like detail scenes where like, we didn't get before. It's not terribly mm-hmm. important. All the side missions, like Hawkeye, has apparently also been alive this whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's just been alive. Okay. Yeah. Random. It, uh, Two Gun knew about it. Ugh. Because why wouldn't? Yeah, you? It, they didn't bring it up the whole time. 
Uh, they talk about like what Star God and She Hulk talked about, and how Star God gave up his powers again, how they broke up, all the side missions everyone went on. It's mostly unimportant, but interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So the very last <laughs> uh, issue of this whole comic is a completely new storyline. Oh my god! Of course. So th- this is a quick one. Uh, essentially, a bunch of hero and villains keep showing up that are either dead or in jail or you know not <laughs> acting quite right. Uh, so the something's wrong. What turns out what happens is that there are essentially an alternate world that finds a way to portal into our world, but when they portal in, their molecules re like re go into whatever the six one six world's person is. So like a new Jen Walters comes into this world, but since Jen Walters is She Hulk, the new person comes in and becomes She Hulk. Oh. Okay. So it, it's kind of convoluted. So like you might have, um, re- like say, I don't know, Doctor Strange. He's mm-hmm. not Doctor Strange in this other world, but when he comes in, he has the mystic art arts powers. It. Okay. So it, it's just like you know, kind of random. Right. They're, they're crossing over, and whatever form they're in, in the six one six is the form that they take over. When they go on vacation, they get like a pamphlet of what what this person is in the six one six, but the pamphlets are all out of date, and like no one knows who's alive and who's dead, and oh. right. all this other stuff. So like a bunch of like heroes and villains keep showing up and like mm-hmm. acting how they were supposed to, but not quite right. Interesting. So it's it's yeah, it's a whole thing, but more or less it boils down to Jennifer meets She Hulk and She Hulk from another dimension essentially is what what it boils down to it's it's an interesting storyline because now jen walters does not have the she-hulk powers so she feels super inadequate and actually decides uh that this she-hulk should fight some of the crime stuff that's going on because they're trying to round up all these people and eventually decides that she is actually going to go back in this this other jen walters place because she doesn't have the powers so she's going to go back to the world that there are no superheroes oh my god okay yeah it's 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 pretty heavy uh but what happens is Reed Richards, who She-Hulk is mad at, she yells at him a few times for eating Hulk into space. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's her cousin. Come uh, on, is man. able to figure yeah. out how to do this portal thing. So you'd like see all of these superheroes and supervillains like lined up to like Congo line through this <laughs> portal to go back. Uh, so She-Hulk is, or Jen Walters is going to go back. She-Hulk is going to stay there. But like as she's like just about to get to the other side, Reed Richards like essentially like does hits the return button and brings her back through the entire portal. But since the She Hulk that is now on six one six, which is actually alternate world She Hulk, is in She Hulk form, Jen Walters that is the six one six She Hulk regains the molecules of alternate universe She Hulk, who is in She Hulk six one six's form. Okay, so okay. they're combining into one person. No, there's still no, two people. No, there's still two people, but she regains she, her gamma. She gets she gets powers. her powers back. Yeah, okay, it's a lo- okay, it's okay, a convoluted okay. way of me saying that she gets well, her powers back. I mean, if I was Reed Richards, I'd be like, well, let's just do the same thing that other bitch did. Right. Let's see yeah. If that works. yeah, that's pretty much what they yeah. do. Yeah. And then Jen, uh, Jen Walters now like six one six version is like, well, I got my powers back. Uh, you want to go back uh you you can't stay here <laughs> like, it kicks the other one back into the portal good i'm glad that we got to keep the original shulky i like yeah. her yeah. yeah we get to keep and yeah. then uh jen is pretty happy it seems like a pretty good ending and her and pug kind of like walk off and arm in arm joking as friends oh, oh that's boy. nice yeah she friend zoned him i mean he friend zoned himself with the magical potion that I broke mean- the love 
thing. True. But... So he forced himself not to love her anymore. There's actually oh, a side okay. plot with her. He's now like under the control of a witch where like he's serving her as a servant. It's a whole thing. Oh, Whoa. It's not super important, but what did I say? He's a bottom. <laughs> he's a bottom for sure. Yes. A service sub. <laughs> we love to see it. Hmm. Um, but I, it's a very long, uh, like 25 issues there. It's very packed, very dense. Sorry that took, yeah. <laughs> almost an hour of me just talking You're but good. i loved this this whole storyline this was this is a five out of five for sure for me nice i, I would definitely recommend this i would probably say read yours first because there's definitely some things that come up that yeah I, I have some prior knowledge of just of the marvel universe which helps out but right yeah no this this was a great great one and audrey i would definitely recommend you reread the or you read these i will yeah that was i, I think I, I think our readings for this next chunk are a little bit shorter so yeah yeah no this sounds like the uh, She-Hulk that I had heard about. Yes, this is yeah. 100% the She-Hulk you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. for sure. The, the, she's fantastic in this. I, I absolutely love this. And I felt like anyone that wants to read She-Hulk, I would say it, you could read this and get like a good you chunk could, of who you she start, is. You could start there. Yeah, and oh, it, yeah. if you really like her here, then yeah. you could go back and take a look at it. Yeah. So I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend this to anyone that's interested in She-Hulk. Awesome. So, uh, did you guys have any questions or concerns or anything else you wanted to bring up? No, I think it'll be interesting when they are going to make the She-Hulk TV show yes. on Disney Plus. If they if they go in and they talk a lot about Jennifer Walters and the the lawyer side of yeah. her, or if they go more of a you know smash and bash with just She-Hulk being She-Hulk. If they actually talk about the origin story, if they, it, it's just gonna be interesting because there's so many different routes they could take with her. Yeah, for sure. And I could definitely see her doing some sort of lawyering with the snap. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be it's, cool. Yeah, yeah, instead instead of all the other stuff, like that would be a good way to introduce her is mm-hmm. to have her do lawyer things in regards to the snap and how all of that happens because we're seeing a lot of that in the Falcon Winter Soldier yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it was the setting of WandaVision, yeah. so yes, I, I feel like all the shows are gonna be in that kind of aftermath. Yeah, area. but I guess to play devil's advocate, they could also say that they they're could. they're they're hitting it too hard at that point that yeah. we want to break from this post blip clean up yeah yeah Yeah, i could see that but at the same time like it feels like that's kind of the direction they're going right now it is so and honestly i i'm very interested in to see uh, like how that world is because you don't get to see a lot of just how the world is through most of the movies digging in with this sort of stuff is really interesting Mm -hmm. oh yeah i think so because i mean you basically have to you know if you pronounce these people dead you'd have to reactivate social security numbers Mm -hmm. bank accounts redo insurance i mean just people move into your house like where's your vehicle now like your bank accounts of you know went to next to kin you know Mm -hmm. all of that sort of stuff so yeah i feel like there is an unspoken amount of people that would probably just kill themselves after that happened yeah yeah Yeah. it's um it's the the walking dead problem too Mm -hmm. Mm because like there it's like um i forget what because karami told me about it she was like it's called like the silent percentage yeah it's just like well this stuff's going to shit this is a good excuse to just kind of yeah just kind of take yourself out of the equation yeah Yeah. that makes yeah yeah so then that brings up like mental health issues and 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 even beyond that like any non-profits or other charitable organizations that try and help out with that Mm -hmm. situation yeah how they've how they settle i feel like uh she holds a good opportunity for them to 
bring in a little more lightness and comedy. Mm-hmm. I hope they go in that direction, even if it is post blip. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I I feel like, especially with the tone of all her comics, like mm-hmm. it'd be it'd feel weird if it was super duper serious, you know? Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. I wonder if they'll break the fourth wall in the TV show, like it seems to happen a lot in the comics. That'll mm-hmm. be yeah. interesting to look out for. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun. That'd mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. Does Doctor Strange break the fourth wall? No. Okay. Not, Not that so I know. Far. Of. Yeah. Okay. It's mostly Deadpool. Yeah. That, like that's the the major one. That would be so fun if it was Deadpool and She Hulk. Apparently, they gave Ryan Ryan Reynolds like full creative rights for uh, Deadpool three. Uh, that'd be so fun. Yeah, that makes sense. He is yeah. the character now. Yeah, he is the character, and it, the only reason it got made was because of him. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just watched. Um, I mean, I know we're gonna. This is a switching gears to DC. Oh uh, sure. But oh, but Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I mean, they really yeah. broke the fourth wall a lot. Yes, yeah, but it was it effective. I yeah, mean, it, was it was totally so good. effective. I really enjoyed Birds yeah. of Prey. Yeah, yeah, Birds of Prey was super good. Have you watched the Snyder Cut? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we have not yet. We haven't had three hours. We're willing to. Oh, it's more than that. <laughs> to devote... It's four hours. It's yeah. four yeah. hours. It's four hours long. Oh. And I never <laughs> saw the first one. This will be the first DC other than Birds of Prey that I've seen if we watch it. Well, yeah. it was, well I can I thought, tell you it's a lot better than the Justice mm-hmm. League that came out in 2017. Yeah, I saw a couple of screenshot comparisons that were interesting to me. Yeah. Um, so I think I'd I'd be willing to give it a shot. I, I watched it in pieces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'd probably not be a bad way to do it. Yeah. yeah especially because it's broken down into uh, five parts. Four or five parts. And I'm, I... Oh, I, I heard that they, at one point they had thought about like splitting it into two movies, but then someone's like, "Well, whoever like the first movie would have just like shafted everyone." <laughs> like, right? No, it, it it was a good story. Okay. okay, it was it was it was it was good. Yeah, I still have my issues with DC mm-hmm. uh, uh, superheroes in general. But, yeah, same. Um, they did it tactfully. Okay, that's good. So. In Birds of Prey, that's you and McGregor as the villain, right? Yes. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, oh, so good. As, I don't remember who uh, it is. Ray, uh, Piece of shit douchebag guy. Black Mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ramon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, no. I don't know anything really so about DC. Yeah. So. I loved Birds of Prey, like, so much. Yeah, we had a lot of fun yeah. in the theaters for that mm-hmm. one. Well, now they're going to, James Gunn is making his Suicide Squad. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. Good. Well, James okay. Gunn is, yeah. Okay. he can do no wrong. All right. So far. I'm, I'm interested to see if they'll keep the same cast as the first. They're keeping, book. well, the, the trailer did drop. If oh, did it? Oh, no. It. Yeah, no. A, red, a Red Band trailer. Um, They are keeping Harley the same actress. That makes sense. She's kind of, to me, she's, she's the same as Deadpool, yeah. Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Like, she is that character now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, <laughs> if we don't have anything else to talk about, uh, I think we will go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, if you could review, like, and subscribe, it would be greatly appreciated. If you want to get a hold of us, you can check out our page at characterversepod.podbead.com. Follow us on Twitter at Characterverse, on Instagram at Characterversepod, or email us at Characterversepod at gmail.com. I'm Mike. I'm Audrey. And I'm Charlie. Thank you for joining us, and talk to you next time. 